Hi. Hello. One of the people on the screen has a secret. A secret that could shake the foundations of role-playing everywhere. <laughs> I decided that we're now a reality television show. Uh, so. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Sorry. Reality TV LARPing. The wheels. The wheels are turning. That's many different <laughs> levels of reality. Yeah, I like it. Exactly. Whee! That's Thank 30 you. months for Kung Fu Fenris. Wow. And 25 for... Is it Lemon Eater or before? Uh, weirdness, I believe it was. Weirdness. Thank you. Hooray! That weirdness weird for 25. Lemon. What a weird lemon. <laughs> we appreciate you. Do you have a secret? Could it be you? It's make-believe all the way down. Well, that's one way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. Use this up slightly so we can hear ourselves. Well, you know, Requiem, there's only one way to find oh, out. Oh, shit, the hype train has started. <laughs> Thank you, food. Yay. Thanks for the sub. Thank you. I have a limited time to earn exclusive remotes. Emotes, not remotes. Uh, Liz, are you wearing your sleeves? Yes. Wow. Nice. <sighs> that would be... Like, horrible. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I peeled off my own skin oh and sewed it to my sleeveless shirt, making it a sleeved shirt. Also known as a shirt. <laughs> yep. You, don't, you typically don't have to specify if it's a sleeved How shirt. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank We're all sir. friends here. Yeah. But some are more friendly than others. That is very true. What's happening? <sighs> Thank you. Yay. It does, Travoke. It does. Very good. I mean, wonderful. Thank you, Lemon Eater. So, Travoke, is, is that how you would pronounce it, Travoke? Or is it Travoke or... Something. Yeah, Travoke. Travoke. Oh, no, sorry. Let's go with Travoke. <laughs> the first way. So, Travoke. Hi. No I like Trevok. <laughs> what is that like? Tuvok, but... Is that like Tuvok, but a Pokemon instead? Nice. I choose oh, wow. you, Trevok. Trevok. Oh my, oh my god. god! It's a giant, thick-armed tree monster. You heard what I said. Requiem. Do you want to find out? No, Beltane was last week. Oh. Wait, stop! No, John, don't, don't do it. it. <laughs> I can tell. Thank you. Thank you for the bits. Thank you, folks, for the support. And don't worry, we'll be sending our invoice to you in two hours' time. Because Travoke said I'm here to get free storytelling. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Uh, 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 not yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, like, got surprise, it, it's not free. It's actually behind a paywall. This is all a dream. Haha. <laughs> Life is but a dream. Ooh, scalding. You pull off the mask, and it's a bad guy but beneath it. Yeah. A real human man. Requiem, you can always just sign up for my OnlyFans account later on. <laughs> wow. Oh, that, that, okay, all right. Just a sec. <laughs> yeah, I've got Where's it. my credit I card? Swipe, 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 swipe. That's how you and use I your credit a... card online, right? You just swipe it across your phone? I think you do, yeah. <laughs> you do the skate, you go beep, and then it works. Oh, actually. Well, I mean, I, I can... I mean, it's easier to use it on a phone. I, I could just, like, double-click my phone, and it'll be like, okay, you've paid. Nice. Give them the power. Sean, can I borrow your phone? <laughs> sure. Unfortunately, it also checks to make sure that I'm the one clicking it. Ooh. With all them biometrics. Uh, can I borrow your Like hand? your fingerprints? Or like... You just need to print it's out a, a photo of his face and you'll be good. So if no. I were to 
and like oh my god i this is a perfect opportunity john for you to throw your camera at throw your phone at the camera and for us to seamlessly like grab one oh from yeah you. oh you mean like one of these yeah <laughs> oh i don't okay i don't oh even have god. anything in my hand you have this <laughs> it's too late and i'd break it don't yeah don't. you would yeah, yeah. let's let's not <laughs> I have lots of old phones. If we actually want to do this, we can just throw those around. You know, everyone will just have a Blackberry. Wait, what do you have? What do you have more of? Phones or computers? Right now. Computers. Now, if nice. you get specific between laptops and desktops, there are more laptops. Streamlabs just sent me an email saying, "Here are the stats for your stream on." They've May started 31st. doing that. Even if the stream hasn't ended, they're like, "Your stream lasted one minute. Here are the stats." It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah it it's been happening more lately. Like that. Work laptops. It's and fine. It's fine. We love keep to invading our house. So. <clears throat> um, if you really want to steal from me, there are easier ways to do it. We could steal your heart with our kindness. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like Aragorn oh just did. Oh my god! Oh shit! Oh shit! Look at all these great names. Silver wow. Outcast. It's sort of like, it's like JT's brother who. Uh, well, his his outcasted brother, yeah. Oh, hi, Ripley. Are you here for the sub train? Hang on. I'm going to make her do something cute, guys. Don't worry. Oh. I said, come on, come on. Say, come on. You gotta, you gotta, she knows it's a You got to meet me halfway on this one. There have been sub donations. We need, There is a cat tax, apparently. Would you be a stage mom, Scoots? <laughs> I know, I'm the worst. I would put her in a play if I could. If she would, she would be a she terrible actor. Not like you're Luke. a good, by the way. <laughs> Ella's great. Having been in a play with a cat, I hope I never have to do that again. Mm -hmm. Straight up. Oh, yeah. Animals on stage. No, thanks. Thank you, Requiem. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my so damn. oh I think she probably put her paw in her pasta sauce bowl. <laughs> It's okay. orange. It's All tinted right. go, orange. Go, go, go. Get out of here. Clean yourself, Get you nasty little... <laughs> Chaos cats. Oh, she will. With her tongue. Hmm. The same tongue she licks you with. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, putting a cat into play doesn't work. Yeah. Trevoke is right. It... Mm. Uh, if you need oh, it to... You know, run. Off Unless stage. it's Ella. She was good. Ella did great. I always thought you should just put a dog in a cat suit. Like, <laughs> just yeah, see how it actually. goes. It'd be great. Can, tra can train a dog cat. Can't train a cat dog. Oh, because, like, dog. the little dog that they cast in Legally Blonde the musical. So cute. Oh. Such a snoo. What they honestly should do is just hire a person and put on a cat suit. And oh wait, that's how cats happens. Just CG Jellicle. them; it'll look great. Jellicle. Jellicle. <laughs> well, we are Thank the Jellicle cats here. For the subs <gasps> and bits, folks. Truly, truly. Best debts all over the state. Jump some tugger. Oh no. <laughs> there isn't enough rage in the world, Trevoke. Skimble shanks. Your skimble say that John was McCavity? Yes, the McCavity. evil one. I did. I did. I did say that. And I would. Why don't I get to be old Deuteronomy? Oh, that's much better. You get to be old Deuteronomy, and Thank I get to be you. the curious cat. Ah. Tugger. No, you would be. Um, you would be Mr. Mistopheles. 
Ugh, yeah. Well, you would. I know. <laughs> well, you I don't would. want to tell you. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Cats since I rented it on VHS, so I'm not as familiar mm. with all the character names. Oh, man, I was going to check that out of my local library. <clears throat> the PBS recording? Yeah. Everybody, you know, it was okay. <laughs> Folks, it's it's really good to see you. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's really good to see you. As I look into a camera, which there is no person there, only cold, unfeeling technology. But, but you know through that the cold, end. unfeeling technology, there's a cold, unfeeling Scott and Liz. Ah, that's nice. She's actually lukewarm. <laughs> well, see, she's no, she's not cold and unfeeling. You are. Oh God. Oh. God, God, God. My mistake, my mistake. <clears throat> Scott, you are a reptile. Do you have a sunning rock? A reptile dysfunction? <laughs> Do you have it? I feel <laughs> called out and I <laughs> I feel called out. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I'll do it quick, quick. <laughs> More. Uh, I'll, More I'll address what uh, Angelic has said. Mm -hmm. uh, there's um, here's the thing. The problem isn't getting worse. The problem has been here for a very, 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 very long time. Um, people are sick of it, as they should be. And uh, I know that it's it's sometimes hard to, to sit down and play a game when this sort of thing is happening. We actually had to decide whether we wanted to play or not. Uh, we are, but we are also acknowledging that there is a struggle out there. The struggle is not new, but we stand with them. If any of you have anything else to add. I don't. Thank you. Um, we won't be bringing it into, into the game itself. Um, we... We're not in a position to do so. Yeah, we, mm -hmm. we could try our best and probably still do it an extreme disservice. Um, yeah. Yeah, please stay safe, folks. Yeah, exactly. Safety first, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's, so Requiem Lost, that's actually a rule of our chat. Mm -hmm. um, we, it's, it's not that your political beliefs are, are incorrect or, or correct. It's just that's this isn't the place to, to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually have a Discord. Yeah. And there is a serious talk channel, and mm -hmm. I encourage people if they need to talk about this sort of thing, that's the best place to do it, yeah. but not here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that hype train is leaving the station. Thank you, folks. I what what emote did I get? I just I have Come to. Come on. Choo choo. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Food food. I like food. food Hypey but like, I mean, it looks that like, sounds um, right. Old-timey cartoon character. Yeah. Going. Oh yeah, it is. It is in the theme of like old-timey racers. Well, race cars. Room, room. Well, I'm happy. Uh, at any rate, uh, we we do have players here, and we have to find out which ones have pleased somebody who is with us quite a bit. She who knows ten thousand. Thousands. Aragorn is, is here in the chat, uh, ready to be disappointed in you. So, Excellent. who's it gonna be? 
course, now we, we all have to do the trembling thumb, right? You need, can I do the trembling thumb? And then three, two, one. <sighs> Yay! I, due to all of my recent socializing, have purchased Manipulation 5. That's what they're calling it these days. Socializing? Oh, I understand. That's a sex joke. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> ah, yes, I have been manipulating. Mm. Mm. Ah, so, oh, mm. Kate, oh Everyone my is, goodness. Everyone's you thought he said it was a sex today. joke. So yeah. you're lucky Liz is in scoots. Kate is flawless. Damn. There we are. Without flaws. I think that's what that means. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Well, congratulations, I suppose, on that. I'm, uh... No, that's all I got. I wish. I wish I had... Man-nip-ulation. We do the weird stuff! (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I suppose it's time. Uh, Because... Because it is time. Uh, What the hell happened last session? Uh Uh-oh. We were continuing Beltane. Um, a new, new, new fighter appeared. No, a Pisky appeared. His name, Foe or Fox, depending on who you spoke to. Oleum, um, spelled F-A-U-X, so French for fool, false. Um, and uh, is there to uh, become a new... Uh, assistant to do Granville uh, taking the place of Ooh, I had a Jonas Jonas Jonas, Jonas, Jonas. Jorick too many Daniums <laughs> in my brain right now Jonas um, yeah uh, you know I foe kind of consider he, he sort of jokingly refers to himself as like part of an awesome trade like he's worth the masterwork clock and the promotion for Zeron he mm-hmm. says kind of jokingly but he definitely he spent a lot of time trying to get to know the motley trying to maybe insinuate himself not into the group as such but just get to know the lay of the land politically so to speak um uh and then you know as as happens at Beltane there was a game game of I never and a game of truth or dare mm-hmm. many truths and dares were exchanged um, I got naked some people got <laughs> naked some people got painted naked. some people mm-hmm. got naked and painted naked and painted um, Countess Ware tore up the dance floor mm-hmm. uh, Countess Countess Ware is like kind of tricked Duke Granville into oh, yeah. agreeing to a t- and the renewal of vows between Talus and Zister, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a clasp, grasp the pearls, clutch the what? Clutch, clutch pearls. the pearls moment, mm-hmm. um, because Talus is not yet sort of reintegrated into changing society. Yeah. Um... Because he was Dantain. That's yes. right. Yeah, evil and evil. a oathbreaker, sex machine. Oathbreaker, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, haven't we all broken an oath at one time or another? 
yeah, there's some political uh, dealings here and there. Um, Patches and Duke Granville spoke briefly, got back on good terms. Um, I know that uh, Sophia brought up that she would like to take over the county, um, or at least put her name in for it. I mean, yes, take yes. over the county. We're not, it's not like, I'm going to blow up the ocean. It's yeah. more like that she wants to take the yeah. vacant spot. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm going to blow up the ocean. Sophia. <laughs> and uh, folks paired yeah. off and uh, enjoyed their Beltane. Were there any anything else that we left out? I'm going to point out that if, with, with a good enough unleashing of Primal, perhaps Sophia could blow up the ocean. Yeah, yes. probably. That'd be wild. I'm not sure if you should, though. Yeah. I don't tell Sophia what to do. Good. Yeah, that's dangerous. Hurts me. Okay. Uh, so we also have something that we're, we're going to uh, make sure that you all can see. Uh, we have cards. These cards are for our safety. You don't have cards, but you do have options, and we'll get to them in a second. These cards are so that we can continue to play and continue to take risks, knowing that there is a safety net underneath us so that we can push ourselves. Uh, knowing that we can keep ourselves safe if we have to. Green means that I am, despite my outward appearance, really into what's going on and am happy to continue or even push further in what's going on. Yellow means that I'm still okay, but I am approaching my limit. This is a warning, and if I continued to, uh, if this continues on for much longer or if the intensity ramps up, then I may no longer be all right. And red means I'm not okay. I need to stop. We need to discuss uh, how we're going to fix this, either by immediately retconning what just happened, changing the subject entirely, or what have you. What's important is that no one ever needs to justify showing any of their cards. Once it's up, it's up, and that's that. Uh, there's no minimum threshold. We had a yellow card pulled last session. Although it was not physically pulled, uh, a player did say the words yellow card and we respect that. Yellow card, again, doesn't necessarily mean that everything has to come to a halt, but it is a key um, to everybody to know that, to approach things with a bit more caution. Um, I will point out that if I ever hear yellow card from anybody, whether it's on Discord, Twitter, chat, or whatever, if you type it, I will address it if I see it. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason why I don't normally say that you can do this in chat is because it's sometimes I may not see mm -hmm. the chat instantly as it's going forward because I'm by nature I pay attention to my players first but you do have options you can private message me or you can private message a mod like Aragorn. Um in the interest of disclosure I will point out that at the moment Kate can see my screen although she isn't looking at it uh, but if there is an issue, please, by all means, do so. We do want to hear. You also have the option, if you have to, of leaving the chat or leaving the stream itself. We would rather that you not, but we would much more rather that you keep yourself safe. So please do that if that's important for you. Uh, are we okay on that front? 
Yeah. Oh, and hello, Autumn. Hi, Autumn. Okay. Okay. So if that's if that's where we're at. You ever play a kind of a game with yourself that implies that you're making a wager with no one else but your own self? And the wager is usually something absolutely outrageous. Like, if I don't sink this Kleenex into this wastebasket, then uh, I'll have bad luck for a week. Or if I'm pl if I lose this game that I'm playing right now, then I will, uh, you know, wither away within a year or whatever. This is something I used to do all the time as a kid because as previously established and as we continue to make sure that everybody knows day by day, uh, I'm a total dork. So this is the sort of thing that happened. And of course, the funny thing is that there was only occasionally would I ever say if this happens then something good would occur, right? Like if I manage to sink this, this means that I'll pass my test tomorrow. Or if I, uh, if I win this game, then I will finally get what I've, uh, like I'll, I'll, I'll get inspiration for the project that I have due in a week and that I haven't started yet and that's weighing on my mind. That's, that's something that just never really occurred to me as often as the horrible things. The like, oh, you know, if you step on a crack, you break your mother's back, like that sort of thing. But sometimes games really do matter. Sometimes uh, something that is for recreation, something that is for fun, actually has a wager that's laid on it, actually has an outcome that's important. Uh, this could be literally gambling, or it could be that you're playing with somebody and the outcome could really determine how you interact with them in the future. Maybe it's about being a sore winner or loser. Or maybe it's because, you know, the Wookiee might tear your arms off if you don't let him win. But games do have a way of infiltrating how we choose to see how the future will unfold. And sometimes we risk a lot, even if not officially, even if it's only in our minds, to see how a game will turn out. It's Monday. So by Monday, uh, the garden is basically clear of uh, all of the Beltane festivities. I, um, I'm happy to report that nothing broke that shouldn't have broken. Uh, you know, pinatas. Oh, sure. Nice. They're, they're a thing. Uh, but... Early this morning, one of the key things is that Zister Flex is awake and sipping coffee from a thermos in the exhaust as if he's just waiting. Like, like at the bar? Yes. 
This is very unusual. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, Patches is probably up early because she's uh, overseeing uh, what is being kept out in the garden in preparation for next month's wedding uh, and starting to assemble things that are going to take all month. You bring in the spike traps. <laughs> well, you know, no, you have to dig the holes and then the spike traps. Sure. Is Zeron back at Heartslight, or did he stay? You know, technically he's supposed to be at Heartslight, but he's not being very good along those lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, he's he's probably uh, stayed the past couple of nights with you. Okay. I think. Um, Sophia hasn't told him yet about her thoughts regarding wanting to become a countess potentially because no, he doesn't. Ware, he isn't aware. What Ware said is uh, is still like bothering her. The idea of signing him up for exactly what he didn't want to be a part of. Um, when you wake up, though, Sophia, uh. Mab is standing on your sternum and she's got a little desk in front of her and a little piece of paper and little tiny glasses that are perched like far down her little chimerical lizard nose and she just has her her long fingers interlaced and Good morning to you, too. And she takes a very significant look over at Zeron. What? Who is still asleep, by the way. What? Can I see what she's written on her little piece of paper? Uh, they're, they're notes, so I'm going to ask you to roll your intelligence performance, please. Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh, no, I haven't done my dice stuff. I'm sure it'll be fine. It won't. Uh, you've worked with Mab quite a bit, so the difficulty for this is only seven. This has uh, pre-game dice rituals. This is what was implied there. Many people do. Ask us about it on Discord. It's not that exciting. Oh, <laughs> this was a pretty decent Pretty role, exciting, though. actually. Um, now, because Mab is my heart, does my specialty in performance apply? Performance harp? Yes. Amazing. One, two, three, oh four, five, six. <laughs> six successes on talking to my So Mab has written out sheet music and um, there are, but it's for a, it's for a trio. Except that the third voice in this trio, there's just full rests the whole time, and then at the end of the, at the end of the staff, there's a repeat. So it's just repeating the rests the whole time. Ah, the music joke! <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Uh, the other two are, you know, like. They're in harmony and everything is wonderful. And then the third one is. 
for Brahm. Hey. <laughs> You're not here. Oh, so I can't defend myself. Sorry, you have ripply hair like Maybe I want it in there. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> are there lyrics to this song, or is it just, just the music? No, there's no lyrics. It's just music. Perfect. Um, well, this is lovely. Who did you have in mind for this very important third part? I see. <laughs> and um, when did you want us to perform this? And then she just puts her hands down on the tiny little... By the way, you need like a loop or something to read her staff music because it's it's quite small. I probably have one because we've been through this before. Sure. Oh, totally. Uh, and then she just... She, she writes um, underneath... Unfortunately, I don't know the correct like Latin term for this. Mm. Um, I guess it wouldn't have to be in Latin, yeah. but it is. There's probably like a symbol for it. Uh, and it's just written from a far distance, and then she puts that under the third staff. Okay, this is, what, what, what is this for, my love? Fucking sassing the shit out of you. What are you doing? And she takes her glasses off, puts them down, and then she, crawls over to her bed where her drum set is all set up and she gets out a little stick and a little bindle which she puts on the end of the stick oh my are you and then she puts it on her shoulder mab i'm drama queen and then this and then she just looks over like oh you're still here oh my god (laughs) mab is this your highly dramatic way of saying that you hope I don't forget you when I'm married? I mean, she's not a chameleon, so she doesn't really change color, but you could swear that she's blushing. My darling. Nobody could ever replace you. And she looks over at Zeron again. Without you, there's no music in my life. She, you are one of a kind and irreplaceable. She puts down the bindle, and the bindle sounds an awful lot like glassware. What had you? Never mind. <laughs> what did you pack? <laughs> falls open and there's like three martini glasses in there. Those are all the backups I have for you ever since the incident. Ah, the incident, yes. Why don't we sing this together? And so she then crawls over and she leaves your uh, she, she gets back onto the bed and crawls over you and then crawls onto Zeron and just with one very, very slight hand just just swats at his nose. And he goes, "Mm -hmm." and then she crawls back over to your sternum, picks up the sheet music that has the third part on it, 
and then puts it right in front of him and then comes back. And Zeron is confused. <laughs> uh, is he awake now? Yeah, he's awake. He just got like in the face and that has been enough to, to pull him up. Um, we have both been summoned for a very special performance. A performance? This is your part. And he looks down and then he kind of brings it like way too close to his face, like. And I, I'm afraid I can't read this. Uh, do you have a, um, and then he pulls out his phone and he takes a picture of it and then zooms in on the phone and looks and I see. Mab wrote this specially for both of us, and I think it would mean a lot for her if we could perform it together right now. What does from a far distance mean? You'd have to ask her, Mab. And Mab just points out the window. No, it will wow, not be out the window. It will be in this room, Mab. She points at the opposite corner. And Zeron nods, and he gets up, and he slides into a robe and walks over towards the corner. And then he stands and he takes a deep breath and just sort of slightly massages his throat to prepare for his performance. I, I look at Mab while he's over there. Who else would do this for you? And then she points over at your uh, rack of vinyls. He's a person. <laughs> He's a person. What other person would do this for you? Oh... And then she Brum starts awake immediately, <laughs> grabs his sword, he's fucking like he just starts attacking the dresser in front of him. It's the music. It's gonna death to him. <laughs> I swear I'd kill him if he ever performed again. <laughs> uh Patches. Yes. Everything seems to be going decently outside, although you can now hear uh, some vague harp tones. Could I just interject for one quick second? Um, is anyone else hearing a tiny bit of audio distortion from John and Kate? Are we getting distorted, in? or is it perhaps a Zoom transmission thing to them? Possibly. That's why Let I just us know. To ask if anyone else yeah. is hearing. So. Yeah, just a, like every third or fourth word is, has a little distortion to it. Oh. No, you guys are good? Okay, excellent. Okay. Then uh, we're great. So it's good. just that our voices will be more grating than normal to <laughs> our players. So, yeah, you can hear uh, some harp tones and some singing. 
hmm. uh, coming from the window that overlooks the garden. Uh, you don't hear a third voice, though. That That's okay. But its presence is... No, it's not. There, it? There's oh. a, a tension through the rests. Has anyone seen that sheet music where it's like rest? Quarter, like half rest, quarter rest, eighth rest, sixteenth rest, thirty second rest. Like it's just more and more like faster rests. Getting really yeah, tense. Fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Actually. I mean, I love the sheet music, which directs that the timpani player has to break the timpani with mm. their face. Mm -hmm. I've seen that too. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Big fan. Uh, yep. Yeah. Gonna head back into the exhaust. Good morning, Zester. Where is it? Where is it? Damn it, there it is. We have to talk. Okay, let's talk. Get everyone else. Uh, everyone clearly doesn't mean everyone in the whole wide world, so can you be a bit more specific? I'm going to start by texting Sophia and Brom. Ah. Sister is at the exhaust and wants to talk. It's a good day to be a smartass. Uh, okay, uh, do you want... You're the steward of what? The spark. Go steward everyone into my exhaust. <laughs> She's gonna take another <laughs> sip of her coffee. Sister Jesus. <laughs> I have to go get wine. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I will return. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, uh. Well, this better be on the bingo card today. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. God. Yeah, Damn I seem it. to recall him saying something about things. It, yeah, if it's going to explode in someone's face, it's going to be mine. I seem to recall that being another uh, sister. Sister special. Um, okay, so. <sighs> Brom, Sophia, Kyoko, Sir Zeron, um, Incisor, Claude, uh, Dr. Saley, Talus. Am I unplugging keypad? Keypad isn't really sentient. Uh, am I calling in um, more distant satellite members like COG? COG's not really, really a member. A... Okay, so he wants, by everyone, he means everyone at the Spark. Yes. And since Zeron's going to be his very soon, I'm including Sir Zeron. He can sit in the corner and rest if uh, he isn't required for I'll this meeting. I'll fix it, Requiem. I got it. So yeah, you're gonna have to contact the rest of them. I text everyone because it's morning. Get your asses up here. Uh, and uh, if I guess I'm going to look into there being uh, coffee ready for people. Because, of course, there is not. Uh, I will 
then after Brahm and Sophia, Claude will be the next one I text. Uh, the various people who mm -hmm. you text, Incisor shows up shortly. Mm -hmm. uh, Saley does, um, although she just enters the room and then takes three steps to the left so that she's standing just inside the doorframe and then stands there. Like, uh, ha like half covered? <laughs> no. Chopper stuff? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, she's like in and then just, like, just imagine somebody entering a door and then just stepping to the right or left and then just stopping yeah. and just. So imagine you at any university party and it's pretty much like that. <laughs> Do you bother messaging it's there, Kyoko? actually, honestly. Yes. Wallflower. Yeah. Kyoko does not give you an answer. Um, so you can yep. leave right away. Exactly. Uh, uh, I'll give them a few minutes, and if people don't show up, I'll start calling. Uh, uh, Brahm, you know, was ready to receive the, the transmission. Uh, he has a, a, a wonderful chirrup on his phone that's probably very annoying to Kyoko. Um, but he checks it, he understands that they are to arrive together and he sort of starts to try to nudge Kyoko awake. Kyoko has somehow managed to find herself a s half off the bed while asleep. So right now there's just her lower body that's on the bed and her torso is just over the edge, her ears just flat against the ground. Um, and a small but significant puddle of drool <laughs> next to her face. Oh, that's cute. Um, uh, I'm just going to I'm going to get out of bed and, and clothe myself, and then I'm just going to slowly, uh, sort of m move her legs so that they're on the floor, and then kind of like pick her, like lever her up onto her feet. Um, hopefully waking her up in the process, but you know, if not, we're just gonna weekend at Bernie's it, I guess. <laughs> So you, in doing so, just all of her ears just, like, fall directly into her face. And then she looks up, just her ears literally just hanging down over it. And through them, so of course they're flapping a little bit as she speaks. What? What time is it? It's a little earlier than we're used to. That's not a real time. No, but uh, this does sound like a real meeting, and it sounds important. Important enough that it's taking place at a time that doesn't exist. Yes. I thought it would distress you more to hear the numbers. And then she walks over and she pulls out one of Brahm's t-shirts and just puts it on. I'm ready. Uh, you know, it's a big enough t-shirt that she's probably, it's probably down to her knees or something, so. Oh, it's like down to her ankles. You're, you're very large. All right. Let's, um, let's go then. Uh, it's a, a t-shirt, by the way, for a New York State campsite. Nice. It's got like a picnic table on it. It's a very dad <sighs> shirt. Pakpon Campground, upstate New York, right out of sight of Anchieta. And she starts following you. Uh, midway through your performance, your phone, wherever you keep it, 
I, I, out of respect for Mab and the work that she put in, I dutifully finish the piece. It's 20 minutes long. You finish the piece. So Mab looks up and then she just, and then looks over at Zeron. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure to clap at Zer- like in Zeron's direction. And then he, I mean, he, he nods, he bows, and then he looks on his phone and Oh, all right. Mab? That was lovely. Thank you. Also, the two of you are going to have lunch together today. Because I love you both, and you are both big parts of my lives. So you are going to have lunch in the garden, and it will be lovely. And now we're going downstairs. Are you coming? Scrambles up onto your shoulders. Curls your hair around her so that she doesn't have to be seen. <laughs> oh, look at me. <laughs> Don't look at me. And I just like look at Zeron. Just... <laughs> uh, but he starts pulling on his clothes. Was he nude this whole time? No, he was in a robe. robe. Oh, you're right. He got out of the bed into a robe. Half a second. Slid into a robe, I believe. You're right. First, he slides into your DMs. (laughs) Ah, my dad messages. No, wrong. Oh, we should open a sex shop called Your DMs. Oh, Oh, wow. All right, cool. Done. You know. Brilliant. Hello, could I interest you perhaps in a stainless steel insertion device? I was thinking you'd get like some D and D people in there too. Oh, too. Yep, yep. Yes, Trevok is on it. <laughs> Hiring lawyers. Excellent. Thanks. It looks like you failed your wisdom save. Didn't it have to be wisdom. Uh, after all the texting, mm-hmm. is there anything we should talk about before everyone else arrives? As any doting parent would one day have to tell their children, and as I have no children, it's going to have to be you lot. It's time for you all to get frickin' jobs. Years now. I mean, I had one until I, Sophia. I, I mean, until it got bought out by a dragon, and then Sophia burned the place to a crisp. But you know, that's not the kind of job I'm talking about. It's okay. I'm not mad at Sophia for burning the place to a crisp. I'm like thumbs up on that. <laughs> Tuttle's specific roles under you. Have you figured out your official title here? Beyond Freeholder? Freeholder. Okay. Freeholder is good Master enough. Artisan. Also excellent. Jesus Grand Christ. Poobah. 
Baumakor. Cool. And then incisors like big dick on campus. Don't be crude. Yeah, don't be crude. Yeah, don't be fucking crude, yo. To a heart that's true. Eventually, you filter in. Everybody makes it at some point or another. Um, although, once everybody's sort of seated, Kyoko very deliberately just uh, walks over, grabs some coffee, climbs up into Brahm's lap, puts her head on his sh- on his chest, and the coffee immediately starts to slowly tilt from her hand. Oh, yeah, no, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna grab it. Actually, I'm gonna help myself to a little bit of it, and then I'm just gonna make sure that it stays uh, level. Perhaps even put it on a surface nearby. Mm-hmm. That would, that's, you know what, let's do that. We are gathered here today to listen to Zuster, our freeholder. Three cheers for the... No. <laughs> All right, this has been pushed on me and so therefore we're going to deal with it. This place needs organization because soon we're going to have a whole lot of Dougal running around and I'd like them to know what the fuck all of you do here. And that's a good question. What do you do here? Chief Security, I point at Incisor, Brom, Sir Brom. Well, I am uh, a member of the Companionship of the Golden Braid and a knight of House Gwydion. I use these titles, amongst others, to protect this county and this duchy. That is what I do. Here, at the Spark. Yes. Titles, we need titles. Why should they listen to you if you say, don't touch that? if you are just all those other things. Right? What, what is it we need? I am all ears. I uh, have offered to assist with the securing of the freehold on many an occasion, but in fact it is being done very well. So... I need to know what that makes you. Um, well, I've, I've, sorry, out of character, I have had some uh, experience with other freeholds before. I don't believe I ever would have been sort of an official, I don't think I would have ever been officially titled in any of them. Um, but I must be familiar with some of the sort of usual roles in Freeholds, right? There's usually like a sheriff and a seneschal. Am I just thinking of vampire, or is that? A I mean, <laughs> like that, those are those are absolutely sheriff and seneschal are uh, positioned in positions in Elysium, right? Like oh, for okay, vampire. Yeah. yeah, it's like. But also in this game, or am I? I am crazy. Okay. So a seneschal uh, is somebody who essentially runs 
It's kind of like the major domo, somebody who runs the household. Uh, the steward is sometimes seems that, but steward at this point is more of the the protector, right? The the apparent, the steward of Gondor. No. Oh. Mm. You're poor. Ah. Sweet. I have to look really <laughs> conflicted. Bad. And die. Oh. <laughs> Bye. It's been way too many episodes. <sighs> no have, one wants to be Denethor. Do you have thoughts, sister? As Freeholder? Is this is this going to be a thing? Sorry, you you called us here and said we all need titles, so it would be really great if you could help us with this. I definitely don't want to be referred to as the freeholder. All right. From now on. Okay. It's just what I am. Okay. So just sister then. Jesus Christ. Well, if we're going to be referring to each other as by new titles with the their titles to give, I could call visitors. you Jesus Christ from now on, if that's what it's going to be. You know, you could be Christ. You're fired. You're rehired. Oh, Brom. Yes. You are a very big, very strong, and very brave man. You're a member of House Gwydion, you're a knight. You're a companion of the Golden Braid alongside all these other crawlies that managed to infest my walls. Rather rude. Sir. So, we're going to need to discover what it is that you bring to the table here. Sophia, you outrank everybody here, and yet you don't. So what is it that you provide for us as well? I organize all the parties. I put us on the social map. That's nothing to sneeze at. No, you're right. Also our political liaison. I would right. say. Ambassador. Ambassador of the Spark. Perhaps. Ambassador. It's a little unusual, perhaps. Uh, everyone is an ambassador, more or less, but in the official business of bringing the Spark out into the world, I think the Lady Sophia <laughs> would be... Ambassador. <laughs> 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 I think the Lady Sophia would be excellent for what it's worth. Thank you, Ben. You're very welcome, Lady Sophia. Very well. You are the ambassador. What does that make him? And she looks directly at Zeron. The ambassador's special one. You did negotiate for <laughs> Sir Zeron. Is it still Sir Lindor Baron, or is it? It's Lord. Lord Zeron to uh, be yours in a sense. Is there a particular role that you have in mind for him here? 
being a special one isn't enough. Special one. Love it. You hear this very loud, audible sigh coming from Sophia's neckline. Harpist of the spark. <laughs> Best harpist of the spark. Best instrument in the spark. Hey. I'm a blunt instrument. <laughs> This is a workshop, is it not? Above and beyond all else, it is a freehold and a workshop. Mm -hmm. I believe one of the things that is different about what this is is that most of us are not actually affiliated with the important function of the freehold. We aren't artisans. You are an artist, though. Yes, but I am not an artisan. I don't create things in the workshop. Continue. And so it is our duty to what? <laughs> well, I need an ambassador apparently because everything got political and that's how it goes. I need a steward because once upon a time I got myself kidnapped and Good to have a second fallback stuff. And I need Brom because every once in a while my forklift breaks. So Zeron and I could be the last line of defense here at the Spark. Defenders of the Balefire. Perhaps. It is not ours by right at all. And neither is the security of this building of this Ah, uh, yes, the Balefire Bimbos. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. <laughs> Which one does that make me, Zister Flex? And I, like, stand up, but then I, like, almost drop Kyoko in the coffee, so I sit back down. <laughs> in that case, you, and she points direct, he, sorry, points directly at Brom, you are a Thane. Love that. A space T H A I N? T H A N E. T H A N E. Thane of Cawdor. We all know how that story ends. I do not believe this presages any disaster, Lady Sophia. Thank you. This reflects. I accept this title. As for you. And he looks directly at uh, Talus. Because you deal with talking to people who I don't want to deal with. You're the th Reeve. R-E-E-V-E. And then he, he sort of uh, sort of looks from the other people, the people who are there from the beginning. So uh, clearly uh, Claude doesn't need a title because he's already the butler. Uh, are Brahm and Zeron both things? Uh, 
I will be Thane of Loams, who shall be king hereafter. Maybe? <laughs> yeah, we'll say that that's what it is for now. Thane buddies. Uh. Sophia, I don't like the, the word ambassador for you. You're the Chatelaine. Oh. I'll take it. Which technically means the mistress of an elegant or fashionable household, but. We'll just gloss over that part in the, on the business cards. <laughs> business cards? I would say about seven times a year this place is both elegant and fashionable. Mm hmm. Well, it must be more than that, Lady Sophia. Every day that you are here. Thank you. Wow, okay, I don't know what's up with me this morning. What did you put in my coffee? That was way too nice of me. Kyoko, I don't even know what name you give it. What, IT? Kyoko is not awake and therefore cannot repost. <laughs> Spec Ops. Technological. Fine, uh, she's the operations manager. Yep. Perfect. I make a note of it to tell her later. Dr. Saley is head physician. She's the surgeon. Surgeon. You know, and we'll spell that in the weird, fucky way that people spell it. Oh. oh yes. good grief. Yeah, I think that's exactly how you spell it in French. Who am I missing? Incisor and Cesaron. Incisor is the muscle. Just the muscle? Enforcer. Sure, that that works. Enforcer. And then finally we have who? Cesaron. The newest edition. It's Lord Zeron. Lord Zeron, thank you. That will take getting some get some getting used to. No kidding. <laughs> Well, what's the male equivalent of a Chatelaine? Chatelad. <laughs> Gross. That's amazing. You're welcome. What well, troubadour? More like a troubledore the way he goes about getting about town. Chatelaine. He's married now, I don't know. Does sense? Yeah, there's just no E at the end, so it's Chat. Chatelaine. Sorry. I'm being grossly Quebecois about it. But that's not really your job, is it? You're, just because you're doinking her doesn't mean that you're doing what she does. Is that the technical term for it now? For the moment. It'll I'm reevaluating re what engagement means. It's uh, doinking. No, po Post-marriage, it'll be a different term. But, you know... 
pre-marriage it's still Yeah, post-marriage it means nothing at all. And then Incisor goes for a high five and there's no takers, so she high fives herself and puts it down. Definitely none over here. <laughs> And then, but then you, uh, you feel a tiny little paw like reaching <laughs> out from your hairline. No. <laughs> Put that paw down. So sassy. So rude. Mm. No. Geron's the Reeve, or sorry, the Thane. Brom's going to be the champion. You're the champion. The Thane is responsible for making sure that the Balefire is consistently fed with glamour. The champion is responsible for ensuring that any challenges to this freehold do not go unanswered whether it's formal or informal. Thank you, sister. I believe this is more suited to uh, what I do well. Right, and every once in a while you can be a forklift. You have to be in the fine print. Yes, but sometimes it breaks because I built it. Mm. Perhaps I could help you fix it. Ah, but you will be the champion if you help him in his time of great need. Understood. Somebody see if we can get the rights to that queen song. Mm. Another one bites the dust. I'll, uh, I'll get Kyoko on. Or don't sure. stop me now. There, that one's a good one. Mm. Mm. There, is that taken care of? Does everybody have a title that they can handle? Yes. yes. Thank you very much, sister. Is um, the only person I'm like kind of curious, I'm gonna like give her a little side eye, see how she's feeling about it, is Dr. Saley. Does she seem weird? Weirded, <laughs> sorry. Does she seem weirded out by this? Oh God, she's just staring back at me, eh? Cool, cool, cool. Yikes. Okay, well I definitely pretend I wasn't looking at her then. Have you yeah. been taking care of yourself? Y yes, yes, uh, things have been well, thank you. No open wounds, no sores. No, um, nothing of the sort. I kind of checked myself over. You don't need a physical, do you? Not at this time, but I will inform you when the requisite 12 months are up. Uh, well, I suppose I could certify you fit for duty. Do you require an examination to do so? And then Talus just looks over. No, she doesn't. Sally, stop being a creep. Brom, don't put up with it. What did I write? Enforcer. Yeah, sorry, that was clearly my brain. Writing, reading. It says it's Enforcer of the Spark and Kyoker is yeah. Enforcer of the Spark. Two, enter, one, leaves. Yay! <laughs> Oh, guess I need Thanks, Liz. Oh, and then Incisor just like rips her apart because she's. It's written properly on my page. 
<clears throat> well, sister, thank you. That was a very effective way of assigning titles. I appreciate my new title here at this park. That taken care of, there's um, another matter. Mm-hmm. It looks like Gears is ready to start its operations back up below us soon. Mm. They've rebuilt. Which means that I don't know whether that means we're going to have another dragon hanging around underneath us. No, we made an agreement. Which was? Sophia made an agreement. We are sad. A different dragon. What? No, that was the dra- Oh fuck, it was a different dragon. We still made an agreement. I don't remember what the fuck it was, but we definitely yeah, made well, an agreement we, with we him. Yeah, we ended on friendly terms yeah. with- Ah. Oh, fuck. Jig Grifter. Yep. Well done. Oh, it was sorry. this actually that did it for me. Jig ah. Grifter. <laughs> um, well, he flew away, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He came back. We're good. And I guess I'll uh, figure out some way to have office hours there too, huh? Well, I'm not going to take you away from your job. Yeah, well, I have a lot of jobs these days, it seems. That's okay. Uh, it's just a floor below. When we start seeing more people showing up, when the workshop has been geared up back to its full capacity. There's one thing that um, Zister and I want to make absolutely clear. They're on our turf. Mm-hmm. Which means that in as much as we are going to make an effort to be polite and inviting to our guests, they're on our turf. Of course. This place is technically a muse. Yes. And therefore, if there's anybody who is the head honcho around here, it's not somebody who happens to have a lot of title with another house. Of course not. Is that understood? Okay. Uh, You can tell Kyoko that she's fired whenever you want. Fired. You know, because she's asleep. Super oh, very yes. important meeting. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed from all of you. It was just your cooperation to figure out what names I get to not call you. Is there anything else? No, I think that's everything for now, sister. Thank you. Great. I'm going to bed. And he gets up and he puts his coffee thermos down. How long have you been waiting for us? I needed to get this done. And I find that some of you only operate during morning hours, like freaks. I sort of, I, uh, I think like, like, uh, although different people have different hours where they are at their best. I think most of us rise with the sun. Do we not? Is it just me? Uh, no, no, no. 
What what time is it this morning? Like right now? It's like 8 a.m. or whatever. Right? Uh I don't know. 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Oh, it's like it's like 9.30. So, like, there's no reason why Kyoko shouldn't be awake. <laughs> like, none at all. Well, it's even been, like, one o'clock in the afternoon and Kyoko's still been asleep. That's fair. <laughs> gonna help get her back to the bed so she can continue to rest. Um, so she, she just sort of, like, nuzzles a little bit back into your chest as as this goes on. And then in Scheiser, Scheiser just, get a room. Gah. That's where we're going. It's good. <sighs> Sorry. Jesus. The real reason why I needed to get this done is because Granville asked me to get all this stuff together. So now I can tell him. I'll stop, uh, start writing up a checklist of, uh, you know, things they have to, guests have to agree to and all of that. Um, and uh, make sure that uh, all the good tools are unlocked in. Zister, you said that um, his grace needed to be informed. I can do that. As ambassador, I can notify him. Oh, look, it's less work for me. Yep. Wonderful. And he... Uh, continues to head off towards his bedroom. And then he turns oh, back yes. again. Turns back again. The rules are very simple. If there's room, and I don't want it, and you don't want it, then they can be here. If they're respectful, they get to stay. Mm -hmm. If they're not, they're out. Yep. If they break shit, they buy it or pay us to fix it. And if they make anything that's prescribed, it has to be all right with the best din. Finally, if they make any weapons and they decide to turn them on the spark, I will erase them. <laughs> well, technically, it's his job now to erase them. Are you good at erasing, Brom? Oh, does that mean Brom and Incisor are working together on this? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, great. If our duties overlap in the defense of this news, then I would be overjoyed to work alongside and fight alongside the grave Incisor. That said, I believe I believe that the uh, duties are slightly different. Security is security is day to day. Exactly, the safety of those here and outside. Champion is a bit more of a political ultimate fighter. I don't. I hate this. I really do. This is why I have a chatelaine. You explain it to him, and then he starts leaving again. You did explain it. <laughs> I was just giving you a hard 
we all understand the difference. Good. Good. And I'm glad. I'm going to get on the phone and try to get through to Bo. Oh, yeah. Fox. Hi, this is Fox. Hi, Fox. <laughs> um, would His Grace have any uh, appointments available this afternoon? I have to update him on the spark. Well, let me have a look. Um, who's the appointment with? You? With the Lady Sophia. Oh, oh, let me hear the rest of that. The Lady Sophia... Lady Sophia Ableo. Oh, his calendar just opened up. Oh my god. Thank you so much. And you hear just like some scribbling. Uh, it's going to be like one o'clock. Um, you can just get to Heart's Light. I'll see you right through. Thank you very much. See you soon. Oh, count on it. And then, do you hang up the phone? Because you hear, you okay, you hear his phone enter his pocket, like the fabric scraping. Clearly he has forgot to hang up. I'm... (laughs) It's, it's, I'm sorry. To hear him say all those weird things about us. You know, I'd rather not hear what he has to say about us. Uh, so yeah, that's all set. Perfect. Um, so I'm gonna turn to Mab and Zeron. Well, this works out wonderfully. I have an appointment at Hearts Light at one o'clock, so the two of you have your lunch at one o'clock. course. I'll see if I can find a picnic blanket. That seems appropriate. I look at Mab because she loves picnics. Mab's sort of torn between being like pissy and being excited. So she's (laughs) pissited. Pissited, sure. Mm -hmm. Great, we'll take it. (laughs) Exissy? I like that. And then there's something that happens that doesn't normally happen, Sophia. Mab starts to press alternately into your neck with her hands. Those who have cats recognize this gesture. I'm gonna give her a little, a little affectionate nose boop. Making biscuits, yeah, there we go. Uh, Everybody starts to filter away, going back to what they were doing before. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna get to work on yeah, making making some paperwork for guests to make it all streamlined. By guests, I mean specifically Google uh, folks who want to work in the workshop. Uh, there is a ding, and the doors to the uh, to the elevator open up, and it's McAllister, 
just McAllister, by the way, not Helena's not there or whatever. Um, McAllister looks quite well rested, um, and there's like fewer bags under his eyes. He's walking with a little bit of a straighter back, although he still has his limp. And he comes in and sees, I guess the three of you are left behind. You yeah. set Kyoko yep. down in a bed somewhere. Yeah, I, w- I was going to bring her back to bed and then not be able to talk to her until she's awake and functional, so I'll just... <laughs> right. Um, I'll need to speak to Olya. If you don't mind. Hi. And he walks over to the bar. You don't mind if I have a drink at the start, yeah? Go for it. And he starts to reach behind the bar, and from the kitchen you hear, Don't fucking try! And Claude comes out. If you want a drink, I will get you a drink. It is what I do. It is my purpose. Don't take that away from me. You know, I I believe that we asked you to be a member of the Red Branch originally because of your logistics and your military planning, not because you could pour a drink. <coughs> Doesn't hurt, of course, to have someone with such a skill set. And he pours um, some Johnny Walker Black into a glass, puts it across the bar, and then heads back into the kitchen. You see, Lord McAllister, title is subjective based on one's location. Well, actually, I need him back here, too. And if you have Kyoko here, that would be a a kindness as well. Uh, You can physically bring her, but it doesn't mean she'll be conscious. I was going to say, does she need to be functional? Why isn't she functional? Probably was up all night gaming. Oh, that's true, probably. Mm. I can sleep through anything now. Can you can you just get her, please? <laughs> yes, yes, I'll, I'll return in a moment. I, for the second time today, I, like, like lever her up onto her feet and, like, walk <laughs> her feet forward like a little child. So, I, like, I take her hands and I'm just, like... What are we doing? Why is it? What is it? What? Why? Why is life? I am. This. This is must be horrible for you. <laughs> Monday morning, where people need your attention. I'm. I'm so sorry. Do people not understand the concept of closed beta weekend? Uh, I'm not sure I do. So oh, no, I, do, I don't think so. And so she pulls herself up. She picks up Brahms' hand and just puts it on her face for a second and then okay and she are you alright? that must have hurt there are certain things that can absolutely wake me up and she heads back out into the exhaust I promise not to bother you with any of my ideas until we're both well awake Right, so, um, this is kind of a, a half of a, a political thing, and half of it is uh, organizing this one, and he looks directly at Patches. He actually says, and he looks directly at Patches, <laughs> out loud. 
I'm oh, sorry, what? Right, so you're not to be um not to be rude, but you're actually the second item of business here. You're still involved in the first. I can go to another room while you're you get still involved, involved in the, the first. first. <laughs> <sighs> so there was talk of organizing a place that's not home fires for the Golden Braid. There is talk that it's it's sort of a the Golden Braid is supposed to be uh, a, the the extension of the royal will, but at the same time operating independently of the royal will because the royal will is that they are independent, and so home fire seems to be a bit close to uh, the crown if it's supposed to be independent. Now, it turns out that there's quite a bit of us that are right here. And so it was floated that that might be a good place for us to, to sort of get our clubhouse together. But as, uh, as convinced two days ago, it's perhaps not really in the best interest of everybody if we uh, start trying to make a play for the county here. Originally, Helena was thinking of it, but uh, that's been scuttled. But we're still in sort of a jam. So, that's item number one. Item number two is that we might have somebody else who decides to join our merry band. The official invite's been given and it has been accepted. Unofficial. Is that right? Sounds about right. I. would perhaps need one final word with Her Majesty um, before our final joining. Oh, who wouldn't want a word with Her Majesty? I'm sure that can be arranged, especially because whatever your trial's going to be, it's going to have to take place in Taranar with mm. her overseeing it. Brom, you'll design that trial. Right. Welcome to any resources that we have at our disposal. Lady Sophia has been asked here because she was participatory in the formation of the Golden Braid. Don't know whether you'll want to do something at the same absolute pain in the ass that we had to deal with the last time, but the trick is if we let anybody in who hasn't for some reason suffered then it's not good enough. <laughs> the reality is, it's not enough to just ask. We all need to be shown that we are ready and willing to do what it needs to be done. What the Golden Braid stands for. Yeah? So, Bram, that one's up to you. You know Patches here better than most. It's going to take a lot of thinking. But I will definitely be calling upon you, Lord McAllister, to beg of you some of those resources. I'll let nothing more than to see you beg, but 
at the same time, this is uh, this is a thing that we're going to be paying attention to. Don't worry. Well, worry because I don't know. Brawn might be a right pick. What? I'm not worried. She's not worried. All right. Well, there we are. Everybody's aware of what's going on. Helena's going to remain at the moment in her own barony. Um, otherwise, we have one other matter to discuss. Now, uh, Sophia, if you don't mind, you can choose to stay or you can choose to leave, but this is somewhat sensitive. I'll be in the garden. If you decide any of this information pertains to me or I can help, please let me know. It, it might. It's just... I need you to know that if we're going to discuss this, that you can't discuss it outside the people in this room. I don't do much discussing with people other than those in this room, so I guess I'll stay. All right. We are not involved in politics, as it were. It's not our job to get involved unless somebody's decided to do something crazy like take over the world or blow up the ocean. However... There is uh, something that I wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of. Uh, there's rumors that Granville's not going to remain here in Montreal forever. Hearts Light was not designed to be the seat of power here in the Duchy of Many Rivers. That's up in Quebec City, in a castle that I'm sure you're somewhat familiar with. And right now that castle is being looked over by Fairleth because, well, because she went to the prom and didn't get picked for homecoming. I don't think it's... <clears throat> Rom, like, stops himself from sort of clapping back. Uh, <laughs> that was definitely the intent, though, so he's just like, murr, murr. Mm. The reason I'm bringing it up to all of us is that at the moment, in Quebec City, that's uh, that's a bit of a dangerous powder keg, isn't it? The recent events that took place with Broken Flight, they're done. As near as I can tell, everybody has either been charged and processed or they've been released. But at the same time, we don't want to see any fallback on the Lady Sophia because Ferelith wasn't chosen. So, with that in mind, now that you all know, that's what we got to deal with. Is there anything else? We are not to interfere with the political process as members of the Golden Braid. Mm. We have no stance. The Golden Braid does not have a stance. No, you're allowed to have whatever stance you want. You don't have to listen to me because the Golden Braid itself has no political stance on this issue. Unless, of course, it turns out that Grandel's trying to blow up the ocean, in which case we will... We will vote him out of office and the planet. No, I, I understand, Lord McAllister. Well, good. I'm even using words with several syllables in them, so I'm relatively sure that Claude will appreciate what we're just saying. I got you a drink. 
Why do you have to do this to me? Huh? <laughs> Lord McAllister, I yes. appreciate that you are bringing events to our attention that uh, are potential future difficulties, especially of the political nature, but if we are to not have a stance, are you suggesting we should involve ourselves in some other way? Or simply be prepared? I'm trying to make sure that we're all on the same page here. After all, we got uh, ourselves a little one. Oh. And we've got to set a good example. And one of the th important things that she reminded all of us two days ago is that we aren't in the business of making political statements ourselves. We're in the business of doing the right. Not doing... Creating laws. I, I, I don't know. Oh, I understand. Lord McAllister, if the the headquarters, shall we say, of the Colden Braid, if that were to move, would you move as well, or would you remain? Unfortunately, my days of running around aren't exactly still here, so wherever the clubhouse ends up being, I'll probably have to stay there as well. Okay. Well, it's not all bad. You make it sound terrible. This is wonderful. It's not terrible, but it's just, there used to be a time that I could get up and I could run for days, and now I can get up and I can run to the fridge. Do you have someone in mind for taking over Home Forest? Home Forest doesn't technically belong to us. It belongs to, well, the High Queen. It's her winter lodge. So perhaps we consult with Ken, consult with her. Perhaps find some arrangement that will help leverage a home here. Maybe. See, or you're all already she's better at this than I am. I don't get it. You know, a little bit of a pool table, you know, move someone to home fire, someone moves to that place, we move, you know that whole song and dance. I'm not pleased with the situation. I'm definitely not pleased with the situation as it stands right now here, but there's nothing we can do about it officially. Which situation? Look, Granville had this great plan that was going to get Fiona some points, and it was going to make him look like he was a strong leader again, which was get him, and he points his air on, mm -hmm. over to the Kingdom of Apples. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not going to happen anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, incidentally, the Lady Sophia, the Golden Braid, officially thanks you for not losing one of our members to that. Anyway, he's clearly kidding when he says that, by the way. Like, but There's something about the island of Montreal that uh, that we've been keeping very close eyes on for the past 30 years. 
and it's not something that's very, uh, that's a very pleasant subject. It was about the, uh, shortly after the expo here in 1969, after the uh, resurgence which mm -hmm. brought back the she. The say has always been, um, what can you say, a, a, a political hotbed. Um, and it was originally supposed to be the storehouse for House Baylor. Now look, I'm not somebody to necessarily say that one house is better than another, but Baylor's... Baylor's Baylor. Do you need an refresher on House Baylor? Uh, I would love one. Yes, please. All right, one sec. An unseelie house, I believe. Mm -hmm. And that's what I know about that. I always confuse it with Duval. I mean, people can still hear me. I can no longer hear them. Oh. But I do have a book. He does have a book. Oh. Book, book, book. <laughs> you know, even if I had infinite money, I'm not certain that I could design like a appropriate like, you know, the ideal gaming studio type thing. Like I, I'd, I'd still have all the shit right in front of me. Yeah. At all times. No, uh, you you know have like button that would make things just disappear, and button that would the thing you needed would pop up. Giant all right. Table. House Baylor. If the she were born of dreams, of power and beauty, then House Baylor traces its roots to the dreams of the terrible wrath that power could unleash. Ruthless generals, savage warriors, and relentless hunters, the blooded emulate their legendary namesake, Baylor of the Baleful Eye, in demonstrating why mortals once feared the Fae as gods and might again one day. House Baylor may not be the subtlest house, but what it lacks in nuance, it more than makes up for in brute strength and vicious cunning. Relations between the blooded and members of the Seelie houses are strained at best, even putting aside their fearsome reputation. The house's Fomorian blood makes their Seelie counterparts deeply uneasy. For their part, the Baylor see politics as a necessary evil and tend to play the game defensively slowly taking and fortifying territory rather than flitting about from court to court. As a result, the house holds a surprising amount of territory, especially for one that is often absent from the world of court events. Despite their aggressive reputation, Baylor are not mindless brutes, nor are they always quick to turn to violence. Any action taken is always a means to an end, not simply an end in itself. They are bullies and sadists in their ranks, to be sure, but they do not tend to rise far, as their enjoyment of pain is too personal and self-interested to be of much use to the house in general. Likewise, the blooded tend to seek out mortal occupations where their direct manner and propensity for action serves them well. If they get to bloody their knuckles occasionally, too, well, it's just a bonus. Baylor is home to the fewest Seelie of any Unseelie house, as the traditionally minded blooded few Seelie concepts like love and honor as weaknesses to be exploited rather than virtues to be celebrated. Members discovered to be Seelie find themselves challenged or even assaulted by their fellow members at every turn. For what it's worth, however, those that can weather such constant abuse are some of the toughest individuals of any house. They might even win a measure of grudging respect from their fears for their fortitude, if not their affiliation. 
The Blooded's willingness to accept even the most unpleasant tasks without complaint is made manifest in their house boon, along with one of the prime reasons they are so widely feared by other Fae. While touching Cold Iron causes a Baylor mild discomfort, she does not lose glamour from handling it, nor from being struck by it. Jesus. Me- members even have a slim chance to soak damage from Cold Iron sources. It's a difficulty of 10. However, Cold Iron still inflicts aggravated damage on the blooded, and death by Cold Iron destroys a Baylor soul the same as any other changeling. Now, their flaw is that all members of House Baylor are marked by sinister deformities and wear them proudly. Baylor Fay tend towards freakish traits such as forked tongues, glowing eyes, overlong limbs, scales, fur instead of hair and other markedly unnatural characteristics. Blooded deformity might be temporarily concealed, but can never be permanently corrected, not even with magic. She of House Baylor are born with these traits, displaying mortal versions of them even before their chrysalis, while other fae who take titles in the house later on in life inevitably develop them as part of the Blooded's secret initiation rites. Um, They never provide mechanical advantages on their own, um, and they also have a maximum willpower rating of six. Oh. Hmm. That's intriguing. They just can't resist the call of evil. No. Call of the wild. While the specifics remain frustratingly vague, House Baylor has no illusions about what likely led to their exile from Arcadia. They backed the losing side and paid for it. Rather than scheme about ways to re-enter Arcadia, however, the blooded of a different plan. They intend to conquer the autumn world and thereby cut off its supply of glamour to Arcadia. House Baylor will not grovel and beg to be taken black, the blooded will force Arcadia to its knees. Yikes. Oh, wow. Okay. Alrighty then. Well, then. <laughs> well, shit. Suffice to say that while we don't take political sides, the idea of, a, of an ounce that would uh, deliberately tie to cut us off from Arcadia not exactly one that we uh, tend to support, yeah? Mm. It was, however, political weakness that allowed them to take root here. And Montreal is a very powerful place. There are a lot of wellsprings of glamour that exist here because it's a city that's very uh, accommodating to artists themselves. We don't want them to get it back. Now that's unofficial, but let's be honest dude, no one wants that. So is there concern that Baylor may make a move? If Granville loses his power here, or if he decides to return back to um, uh, Quebec City, Mm -hmm. yes. In fact, we believe it's possible that that's why he had returned here in the first place. Surely the... Forgive me for my political naivete. Naivete! Are you okay, bro? <laughs> but surely Duke Granville should simply name a successor here. Whether or not there's a duke doesn't matter. The Duke is supposed to rule from Frontenac. But here, right now, that's a different story, isn't it? 
Do we have any idea what Feralith wants to do? No. Not as of yet. We haven't reached out because... Because we're not sure that we're her favourite people right now. Understood. Hmm. Although she was able to handle the situation in Quebec City quite well. Absolutely. Well... Like, give me the heebie-jeebies. Sounds like there are a few action points. Um, see where Fer what Feralith's plans would be. See what Duke Granville's plans would be. See who can or should ascertain control over whichever freehold Granville chooses not to be in. Watch out for Montreal, which I suppose we've already been doing. Find a freehold here for the Golden Braid. She's making a lot. Aressa, you look bad. She hasn't even passed the trial. Maybe this is my trial. No. No? No trial by paperwork? That would be suffering. But would have not that cruel. Well, I, for one, am processing, thinking upon my actions before making lists. That is me. That is not a judgment of anyone else. Well, at the moment, I have to return to home fighters because we still have a home base and someone needs to be there. So, thought I'd get this out of the way with all the rest of you while you're still here. You'll be summoned as soon as Braum manages to make up a, an appropriate trial for you. And as long as it's not interfering with other social engagements that the rest of you have figured it out. Well, Reverend Callister, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and for bringing us these challenges. I'm off, I'm off to experience Old Orchard. Do it. In an airport. Huh. Oh yeah, did you not know? Since when? In the Montreal airport, they have an Old Orchard. Where? It Where? Doesn't seem simple to have an orchard at an airport. It was just there. The planes yeah. would disturb the trees. Canada or America or international? Departures. I think it's international departures. It's international, that makes sense. What, what was that from? It's <laughs> <laughs> joking about orchards and airports. Ah. The Kingdom of Apples. They're going to the Kingdom of Apples. Orchards. Uh, Apple orchards, of yes, course. Yes, yes. Understood, yes. Right. I'm off. All right. Safe travels. He gets up and he nods to people and then Kyoko gives like a sleepy little wave and he leaves. I try to reach out to like like clap his like clasp his hand but uh, clap his like smack him in the gooch no, right in the, right the satyr butt see your butt <laughs> and then he leaves friends, wasn't it? Patches, I do appreciate the 
enumerating. By the way, I made it sound like I did not, but I appreciate it. We know that he's not good at dealing with this sort of thing. I mean, the man needs to just let other people know that things got to happen. So I, I don't, I don't really think that this is news, is it? I mean, no, sort of. It's not everybody has been here for as long as you, Claire. Contagious mm. yawns. And some of us don't remember. I believe, Kyoko, that we will have had enough visits for one day if you choose to retire back to the bedroom. No, I should, I should stay up. All right, I try to stand her up. I don't know why I'm so tired. I'm not sure. Were you up late? Yes, but I'm up late a lot. I'm not normally this wiped out. I'll be fine. Kyoko, are you alright? I'm fine. Believe me, I'm fine. I would like to roll on that. Oh. Go ahead. Now, and is it still perk empathy? Uh, yeah, for this one it will be. No, four? perception subterfuge. Ooh. Oh. Is her forehead warm? No. Yeah. Well, in as much as it, it has warmth. Yeah, she's not she's you know, a vampire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, this whole time, how did I know? I am notice? a vampire, and. And what? Uh, insightful? No. Okay. Three successes. Okay. Uh, no, two successes, sorry. She's definitely hiding something. It's not clear what. I kind of like look at Brom. I, I will return her to bed. Uh, you're, you're right, Kyoko. It's probably no, I should stay up. I, I'll find coffee. Coffee fixes everything. I, uh, I, I go with her to the bar to find coffee. <laughs> Good. Good, one coffee, please. Um, and if anybody else wants something, it's on me. I would also like a coffee, please, if that's all right. What are you, Kyoko? Mm. What the fuck is going on? No, no, no. None of this yawning, none of this, oh, boo-hoo, I'm so tired. What the fuck is going on? I'm just, you know, I, I'm deprived of oxygen, and that means that you have to take in a lot of oxygen. Mm-hmm. Cool, you're grounded until uh, you explain yourself. What? Uh, you missed the meeting about titles and stuff, so you don't know what your rights and responsibilities are here at the Spark. You aren't allowed to leave the Spark until you explain what the fuck is going on. Nothing's going on, I'm just... And then she leans against the bar and then there's a slight like 
she mentioned something about a closed beta weekend. Now, I, I'm not sure what that might be, but perhaps some sort of... Well, it could be video games, but it could be fish. Honestly, She's I'm not sure. She's hiding something. Perception. She is, like, asleep now. Why, why would you say that? Perception gray maybe? Perception gray mare? Yeah. That would be perception kenning. Kenning, right. Gray mare is knowing about things. Yeah. Kenning is about sensing yeah, things. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Difficulty? Sorry? Difficulty? Difficulty is, uh, seven. Okay, I'll spend a point of willpower. One. Great, now I've forced myself successes. to yawn, and so now I'm actually yawn, because yeah. my right. life is pain. <laughs> I'm sorry? Two successes. Two successes? Uh, Kyoko doesn't seem to have any cantrips uh, specifically cast upon her at this time. Okay. Um, no, everything, everything, you know, from a glamour perspective seems to be fine with her. My friends, I will ask Kyoko what might be troubling her, if anything, that perhaps it kept her up late. Yep. Being anxious about something, uh, Go for it, I'm not going to walk in her dreams unless she says it's okay, so... You should ask her when she is awake, then. I will. All right, Brom. Uh, she starts to, like, slide along the bar, propped up, like, and then she eventually just comes to a stop, um, and then her ears just <laughs> over the ends, and Claude very delicately takes um, some cocktail sticks and just hooks her ears up and places them on either side of the bar so that she's not dangling in the cut oranges. That's nice. Thanks for the oranges. I'm still nice. I don't see why it's not nice. My friends, it sounds like there are nobles to reach out to and... If I'm being honest, the idea of a political vacuum here in, in Cross the Shadow is worrisome to me. We won't let it happen. No. Hmm? We won't let it happen. Mm -hmm. If Duke Granville is to retire or leave, return to the seat of power here in the Duchy of Many Rivers, then we need someone who can oversee this county. Perhaps from Heart's Light, or perhaps from elsewhere. I, for one, am very happy living here at the Spark, especially with my new title. And you like peacocks a little bit. Um, and your new house. Like new house? Yes, do you not enjoy living at the house that someone so graciously gave you as a <laughs> wedding present? Why? Yes, I live in that home, but I spend some of my life here at the Spark. Ah. I feel It's good to have an address for Neil to go to. A lot of, you know, Canada Post are pretty good, but they can't quite find the 13th floor of this building. You make a good point. Very happy, though, with the home that we have. Thank you again. It was, uh... Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so okay, <laughs> uh, they're important political folks to be contacted. Yeah, um, and 
and uh, plans to be made. Darren, can I speak to you outside? Of course. Wait, before you go, I have a crazy idea, and I just want to see if anybody else thinks it's a bad one. The Golden Braid needs a home here in Montreal. Could we not build something new? I feel that in the course of my duties over these past many years, I have taken much from this world, some of which is unable to be returned to it, destroyed. I would like to create. And Patches, I think it was you and I that were speaking some time ago, in some distant part of my past that I can't remember, uh, about about being creative, about building, and I am no architect, no artist, but could we not work together to create a freehold here on the island of Montreal? I think that the Golden Braid should have a freehold. They shouldn't, just as Home Fires isn't quite the right place because it is the winter home, um, and the Spark isn't the right place because it is its own freehold, I think there's some merit to that idea. It should be its own entity. All right. Well, when Kyoko awakes, she and I will start thinking about and acting upon how to build a new freehold. I'm excited. I think that's a wonderful idea, Brom. I am not yet so sure, Lady Sophia, but thank you for the vote of confidence. There's much to do, and much I do not know. But it will feel nice to put something new into the world, I think. I'm going to create. Other than my children. Um, what? <laughs> what? You're going to create. <laughs> I'm going to try. You will. Art is risk, is it not? Creation? Risk? No risk, no reward. I mean... Change is good. Look, it's it's more useful to create something that everyone can enjoy compared to creating something that, you know, just comes out of your butt. What? Would you Lord, like to help in this endeavor? <laughs> as a member of the Golden Braid? To assure that it isn't something just coming out of his butt? <laughs> it's called yeah. diffusing the situation with humor. It's... Uh, <laughs> I'll remember to put you on bomb duty at our next uh, encounter. On what duty? Bomb defusal. I go in for the low five for, with patches. Like like below the level of the bar, so you yeah. can't see them going in for the five. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Get you one of those suits. Oh. Uh, Zeron starts heading outside, because that's where he was told to go. I go to follow him. And he's a good little boy, and he does what he's told. Oh. Once we're outside in the garden, it's fine that Mab is here and can hear this, by the way. Um, I imagine that there isn't much that she isn't aware of. That's true. She's seen a great deal. Whoa, that was a haunted. Mab, was just, a haunted Mab just develops a thousand-yard stare. Yeah. 
We both kind of like mirror expression. <laughs> so many sexy she. <laughs> and I've seen her take home a lot. Um, so ever since Beltane, I sort of had this um, crazy idea, and I've put off telling you because I, I wasn't sure if it's implications for you. Implications? Um... I was thinking of putting my name forward to be Countess here. Countess here at the Spark? No. I... In this county, maybe taking over... I, maybe Heart's Light, if, if His Grace decides to leave. And he allowed it. I just, everyone's talking about this power vacuum and how someone needs to be in charge. And I realized I know this city and I know the people here and not just, not just the Fae. And I could do it. But this is exactly the type of life that somebody else signed you up for. And I would no longer entertain this without talking to you. He's waiting to see if there's anything else. Countess Ware was speaking to me of an idea of creating an almost a task force of enchanted mortals who could help us patrol the borders between the dreaming and the mortal worlds. They could work with us. I could, we could, if this is something that you're at all interested in, we could oversee this. I don't know, what do you, th <laughs> I can normally tell what you're thinking. I can't tell what you're thinking. This is important to you. Yes, but not if it would take away from the life that you want. There's a difference between assigning me a life and my helping make a dream come true. But could it be your dream too? Can you see yourself in all of this? Independent of how you feel about me, does this picture that I'm painting, do you see yourself in it? You have a vision for what you would see Cross's shadow become. But you have also asked if I could be a part in creating that vision, of maintaining that vision. This place has been my home for a long time. 
and I owe it a great deal because it brought me you. I couldn't imagine living here knowing that I had the chance to do something to help it. I will learn. I will learn because instead of this being something that I am being placed in because of the colors on my back, you are asking me to participate in something because it needs to be done. There are ways to get me to do things. If Granville hasn't learned them, that's no fault of his if you have. I was thinking of um, gently broaching the subject with him this afternoon. You know him better than I do. Would he be very angry? Would you think he would actually listen? You aren't asking to take his position. So that's already a better option. But if you're going to ask him this, you must understand that that there may be other candidates and I have no idea who they may be or what they can offer. You are of a house that is not traditionally known for holding many lands. And this is indeed an important one in the grand scheme of Concordia. And so if you're going to broach the subject with him, I'd ask that you not do it alone. Would you like to be there? Like is an awfully weak word these days. Well then, why don't you have an earlier lunch with Mab, you two, and then we'll go together. I need to discuss this with one other person first. No, two. Would that be all right? Perhaps Mab wouldn't mind waiting another 20 minutes for me. Should I send anybody out to talk to you? I need to speak to your motley mates. Can I be present for that? I could never dream of telling you that you couldn't be where you wished. I would suggest that maybe it would not be appropriate. And then I run back. I give him a little kiss on the cheek. Oh. Oh. What still frame where you leave it? You know, that you're leaving. <laughs> Cute. Well, I'm like trying to like lift like Kyoko off the bar to like get her back to bed, despite her wanting to wake. Oh no, I'm trying to feed her some coffee so she'll she'll wake mm -hmm. up. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, she is now sleepily, um, groggily 
uh, her eyes half-lidded, sipping at uh, a mug of very strong coffee. If there's anything I can do that would take some responsibilities off your plate, things that would, uh, that are keeping you up, I can do that. Everything's fine. I'm just sleepy. All right, I will not push it again. But fortunately, I cannot tell you what your role is here at the Spark. Grounded, no, you no. Patches made that clear. It's fine. I can live here forever. Who, who will... How will you go out? I suppose you don't need to. I, I won't. Mm. I will be a prisoner. Um, but it will be a gilded cage. Yes, of course. You know that means I will have to stay with you as well. By your side. Forever. Do you hear that, Patches? I am a devoted husband. Cool. Congrats. We can discuss this tomorrow once you've had a better sleep. Hmm. And she takes her coffee and she goes over to one of the couches and sits down and starts sipping at it. Rom is kind of, um, it, the exhaust is not like stacked full of like brochures for Montreal or whatever, but like he's looking around the edges of the room to see if there's an old map of the city, like a physical paper copy. Oh, fuck no. Shit. Uh, Zister isn't that kind of draw one from memory, Brom. Oh boy. Okay. Brom's grabbing Boomerang. a big sheet of paper. Sort yeah, of. he's doing, <laughs> he's hey, doing a, a big, ah, boomerang. That you're in a big kidney bean shaped island with the rivers Sophia you can <laughs> you can stop this anytime and, oh please stop the art <laughs> we'll find art here this is not art <laughs> what this is not art what are you doing I'm drawing a map of the city oh. a study Zeron. in cashew number 12 Sir <laughs> Zeron would like to speak to you both that's kind. Same time or individually? I think at the same time. Off we go. And I, I kind of just like motion to Sophia and like motion at Kyoko. I give a I... minute nod. Mm -hmm. Now that my message has been perfectly understood, <laughs> I go into the garden with patches. I feel it's important for you to realize that there's there's something that is occurring. We're all shifting our responsibilities in life. You have a motley, one of the most powerful organizations that exists in the entire world. The bonds between you are distinct. They exist, they are tangible, even if we can't see them they still can be felt across the dreaming itself and across the world. And yet I am engaged with one of you. And so I feel like it is important to me that, that what occurs in my life as it will affect yours, that there's a certain understanding between us. 
Sophia is ambitious. And she's looking to take me along for the ride. Do you two have any reason to object to any of this? I uh, I object to ambition for ambition's sake. What are you saying, Lord Zeron? I don't remember the precise words we spoke in those moments, but ultimately we agreed to stand by one another and defend one another and watch out for one another. Kyoko and Brom becoming married didn't change that. Normally your marriage to Sophia. And that doesn't mean that Kyoko or you have any less role in any of our lives. It is just a different role. I respect your opinions too much to make decisions that could affect your lives without asking you first. I mean, are you going to, you and Sophia gonna say that we all now have to wear our shoes backwards? Yes. Hmm. That would be very difficult. I. It is the only way to fool the people who are constantly tracking your footsteps. I object. My God, that's an incredible idea. I'll be right back. And he goes to find Sophia. Who's sauntered over to Kyoko. Uh, sits beside her, gives her a little shoulder nudge. Wait, wait, wait. Here, hold on. Uh, you're on that side of the screen. Uh, so you're going to have to nudge through Kate. Ready? Go. I think that was Claude, who's like on the side. I'm the middleman. Kyoko, I'm worried about you. Why? This seems out of character. Something's amiss. Um. Could I walk in your dreams just to double check? Um, you're saying that something's in this because I'm sleepy and so you wish for me to sleep. I like your solutions. Is it all right if I walk in your dreams while you sleep? I don't think I could ever say no to you walking in my dreams. And then she, like, jerks herself awake and tries to drink more of the coffee. Oh, that wasn't me. Okay. (laughs) No, sorry. It's just this thing. (laughs) Sophia, if you could join us. Um... If you're, and then just before you hit the door, 
if you're ready, I can, I can stand next to you on this. But it's important to me that your motley also supports you as well. Is that all right? Of course. And he opens the door. <laughs> Hello. We've been hearing a lot this morning, and it isn't even noon, so let me just add one more thing to your plates. Um, I have an interest in attempting to become countess of this county. question the way you pronounced it, but I do not question I question you the way you pronounce it. Shh. <laughs> I get it. I was getting a little too close to you in rank, so you gotta bump it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you do it by, like, pulling a knife on Duke Granville, it'll be a little more difficult than if you can be all clever political about it, but... I thought I would just ask him and see what he says. That's good. Yeah. So you approve? Go for it. I didn't ask any of your permission before I acquired my title. Yeah, that's because as a motley, we care about each other, but not really. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally yeah, kidding. We care, we just don't stifle, you know. <laughs> Lady Sophia, I am... Uh, <laughs> I have tried to stab someone for less. <laughs> so true, though. He was essentially just vaguely suspicious. Um, I, I'm, I'm very happy for you. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Is this what you were speaking of, Sir Zeron? Lord Zeron, damn it. I must get used to that. You can just call me Zeron. We're... we're We've all got title at this point. It's kind of a formality. Oh, right. It's you. What do you mean? It's me. Formality is something that you wrap around yourself, like a comfortable cloak. Exactly. Much like this comfortable cloak. Brom, if yes. this all works out, I give you full permission to only address me as Your Excellency for the rest of our lives. I think I would prefer to continue to use your okay. name as well. Okay, smash cut to the moment where the high crown is placed on on Sophia's head and Brahm is like, your excellency, and everybody just like draws <gasps> swords. like, no, she told me. <laughs> Following the rules. Yeah. I call my wife Lady Kyoko. I absolutely cannot call her just Zeron. God. <laughs> oh, he calls me Lady Kyoko, oh. but you should hear some of the other things he has. Like Snuggle Muffin and Boopy Boops. Thought we were, thought we had agreed not to use those in public. <laughs> they weren't special words, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. God. It's the opposite of getting turned on. That. Yep. <laughs> Sophia, that sounds 
good. Yeah. <laughs> this could be something very valuable for us to present in quick succession. This idea of creating a new freehold that would house the Golden Braid, and then me putting myself forward to rule this county. We would um, be increasing the assuming he's continuing on as the Duke of uh, the Duchy of Many Rivers, we would be adding power to his holdings by creating this new freehold. It would free him up to retake the seat, the official seat of power. <sighs> Just hope he hasn't been plotting something for the last month and this gonna get all mad. <laughs> I wag my finger at you, sir. I wag, I wag. <gasps> and Liam. <gasps> Yay! It's a sign. <laughs> I... So are you doing this? It sounds like a good idea. All right. Uh, first things first. Poor Zister, we're all like, yeah, absolutely, we'll serve this freehold. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. Oh, this might take years. This could take decades. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask Sophia if you would. No, you know what? Someone's rolling the die of luck for her. Kate, could you roll a die of luck for uh, the date? Ah. Oh. Yay. Please go well. <laughs> I can't handle them hating each other. Why no? Uh, Zeron makes a very polite request that the two be left alone for their outdoor picnic. Hmm. And Sophia is uh, very pleased to um, agree, accept, and, uh, and, and shuffles the other ones out of the garden. All right, fine, fine. Uh, and goes back to the exhaust because she also wants to dream walk Kyoko this time. Right now. Well, I don't know. She's napping. <laughs> uh, okay, so the following things are true. First, uh, when Zeron ends the lunch, uh, he requests an opportunity to change his clothes. Okay. So I want you to roll me your uh, perception. I want you to roll me your perception animal ken. Ooh. Oh, good lord. That's fine. Requiem. Naughty. That's where my mind went before. I don't see why not. That's three successes. Uh, Zeron has grass stains on his knees and on the uh, cuffs of his shirt because he has been searching for bugs for Mab to eat. That was their date? Yes. Goddamn. It's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. 
Now he is she, so obviously these grass stains are not significant, but to him they are, and so he must change. Uh, does Mab seem like she's in a good mood? Mab seems like she's floating on cloud nine. Uh, Sophia is going to follow Zeron upstairs and try to get into some hanky-panky because she's so pleased that, uh, it went well. So instead of dreamwalking for... like, oh my gosh, let me help you change out of this. So instead of dreamwalking for Kyoko, you're going upstairs to... No, while they're on their date. Oh, so she's dreamwalking Kyoko first and then she's... Uh, I see, I see, I see, I see. I've been time skipping an animal crossing. So the concept of time is now... To yeah, I'm, in, I'm declaring my intention. <laughs> um, Brom, are you doing anything before this dreamwalk or during this dreamwalk? I mean, hell, nothing that dramatic. Um, well, no, I mean, no, uh, Brom, <laughs> no, Brom is, um, Brom is, is, is going to try to, from memory, kind of start reproducing, like a sketch of the start island. reproducing. Of- all right, the first stage of mitosis. <laughs> and then he splits it. Well, he has the size for it. It's true, actually. I could be two four-foot-tall little Brahms. It'd be so cute. Um, he's going to start reproducing from memory, like, a sketch of the island of Montreal, along with um, locations, like, approximate neighborhoods and locations of freeholds that he knows of. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a few in the West Island that he knows of, and there's, like, a few in the East End. But he has... He, he, his map is incomplete, so he's making notes on what he doesn't know. Okay, that's fair enough. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, the okay, so you want to dreamwalk patches? Is there anything that you want to do? Um. Oh God. I feel like there's plenty for me to do around the spark. Um, nothing specific other than all the preparations that I've already mentioned that I'm doing. Um, but I'm, I guess I'd just like to let Sophia know that if she needs, you know, Motley backup, I'm there for her. Uh, Sophia certainly extends the invitation to Heart's Light to anyone who wants to come along like for her appointment. Anybody, oh, anybody oh. who wants to be there. I thought you meant Kyoko's dreams. I was like, excuse me. No. Anyone? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Party in Kyoko's head. Yeah. Woo. Subconscious, bro. All right. Especially Brahms not allowed. Whoa, sure. this it is huge. Oh, my God. So, like, there's this id, right? I'm like, it's, like, coming on to me. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. And then, like, the superego shows up. And I'm like, dude, check out the size of that superego. Oh my god. <laughs> Look Get at that her. Ego. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, I'll, uh, like, if she needs me, I'll be there. But, uh, like, I can be there in seconds if I'll she really needs me. But, uh, I'll, I think this feels like something that, you know, it's Sophia acting as Sophia, not as the Motley or anything, so. Stepped on her toesies on her last negotiation with Granville. Helped us, helped us out. <laughs> okay, so you're you're going in. Yep. Uh, Kyoko's dream is uh, 
Kyoko is, is having a, I don't know how to describe this because it's not a nightmare. In my family, we called it zooming. Mm. Uh, to zoom is to be unable to find restful sleep because even if you doze off, you are still thinking too much. So it's so, like brain jitters almost, like like, like restless brain syndrome. Yeah. Um, it often happens to me if I start a new job or a new major project, because I'm just focused on that project and thinking about it. And then when I fall asleep, I'm still working on the project. Night before first rehearsal, every fucking time. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is what she's experiencing. Because when you get into the um, when you get into the dream, you see just lines and lines and lines of code. Hmm. She's literally coding in her dreams. Sorry, I thought you were headed into out to visit Duke Granville, so I'm sorry that my answer was way out of left field then about joining you. Um, oh, well, she also, she extended the invitation to Heart's Light, but she hasn't left for Heart's Light yet. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, it wasn't out of left field. It all made sense. Okay. I've been time okay. skipping. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> My fault. So you're, um, you're literally in Kyoko's office, and she's just staring at lines of code and coming up with code. But the interesting thing is that uh, she's actually designing, a, like, she seems to be typing distinct things. In a dream, if it wasn't something that you were actually consciously doing, it would just be like the same block over and over again. Or it would happen and then it would just rewind and then happen again. But this so she's seems. having, like, a vivid dream? Yes, it seems to be a, a vivid or even a lucid, perhaps, dream. Oh, yeah, lucid is Um. What are you working on? Hmm? Hmm? And then she stops and the, the monitor stops displaying uh, characters as if she's locked the screen and she turns around. What are you working on? I'm running analysis on whether or not the uh, Premier Cup will go to Manchester United this year. Are you designing a game? It's not a game. Some kind of program? I just... I think... I think it's for Brom. Well, Brom wouldn't like you to lose sleep over whatever is. I'm I'm designing something and I, I it's it's like it's trying to it's screaming at me to get out and I, I I need to get it out. But I think it's something from from the past. Can you manifest it in any other way other than this code? Yes. 
and she places her hand on the keyboard, and then, as if drawing, you see the code lights back up on the screen and then starts to fall like raindrops down through the machine itself, up the cord, into the keyboard, and she draws it out with her fingertips and then spreads it wide, and it's a shield. Okay, at that, um, I want to use Dream Manifest, which I've never used. Oh, wait, I've used it once, I think, um, to take the shield with me outside of the dream. Oh, so you're just taking the shield and... Yeah. <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah. As soon as the cantrip completes, the target disappears from the dream and manifests in the waking world. With the thing. What if it's not ready? Okay. Then you will complete it in the waking world. This is to remind you of what you need to do so you can rest when you need to rest. Oh. That makes sense. We can sense. even keep it hidden from Brom. You don't need to show him yet. No, I, I don't want to keep anything hidden from anyone. That's fair. Is it all right if I take this? Um, she hands it to you. It's heavy. Um, this is... Uh, <laughs> so this is what's known as a kite shield. So I will, I will show you. They typically go from like here to like here on a person standing. So this is, this is an example of what one could look like. It's huge! So it's very big, and it's Brom-sized. It's enormous! That's what she said! <laughs> Sorry. What, kite shields? Oh my god. Kite. It starts with a K. <gasps> oh no! He falls in love with it! Oh no, it's an inanimate object, and I'm in love with it again! 10th century. <laughs> the first ones came in 10th cool. century, and then they, they sort of developed mm -hmm. past that. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, so you're now holding on to a kite shield. Great. I'd like to exit the dream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you reappear in the exhaust and you are holding a uh, what's what's oddly enough, it it's shaped like it could be a shield but it has no paint on it, no adornments. Um, it's just this huge hunk of metal. I start dragging it to Kyoko's office. What's your strength? Oh God, it's two. Two? two. Okay, so you can lift it, but it's, it's, this is probably like the most unwieldy thing that you could lift without needing help. Because it's kind of a, it's a very awkward size. Hey, what are you doing I, I over don't there? Don't look foolish <laughs> moving it. <laughs> You're dehydrated. <laughs> I probably am dehydrated, actually. Thank you, that's a good reminder. Drink. Everybody should drink. Mm-hmm. I want you to drink water. 
Yeah, the grip straps would have helped. <laughs> well, this is temporary. This is a reminder. <laughs> and she, so she gets it awkwardly uh, into Kyoko's office. Uh, when you get back, Kyoko is now like, like actually like, and now is just sleeping again. And then go to find Brahmi. Uh, I guess he's. Oh no, he was he was covered in cat hair. That's like just fluff. What are you gonna do? Um, <laughs> I uh, I uh, am in the Motley office, Ignite office, in office. Um, kind of sketching the map of the city. Where's Patches? Workshop or garden, or traveling between the two. Okay. Garden. She's asleep now. Peaceful. What did you do? <laughs> Her mind was running wild. Shh, 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 shh. Oh. Alright. Then you should take her. Yes. I was gonna say like right now. Did you did you want to be there or? I mean, obviously. Okay. I think this is a game of chicken, and I don't think. You're I think I'm the chicken. chicken. Yes. Oh, I think the winner's Kyoko here. <laughs> there it is. Um. Uh, I, I I will do this. Um, Brom, like, carefully puts his little maps, like, sketch of the city, like, in a drawer and, like, closes the drawer. Maybe locks the drawer, I don't know. As soon as he leaves, Sophia busts open the drawer and looks at fucking asshole! Adds some nice shading to the side. For fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) For fuck's sake. Uh, Oh, look, you forgot Nun's Island. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Nun's Island. (laughs) An island that we made because we dug out a subway system. Kind of we essentially played Animal Crossing with <laughs> Animal Crossing there. Montreal. Um, I will. I will do as Sophia suggests, and I will gently carry uh, Kyoko back to the bedroom, where I will leave her sleeping peacefully. This is, of course, if she wants to be carried back to the bed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, what music would be playing as you were doing this? Like, if this was a if this was a film. Time of my life. No, I never felt this way before. So I'm like, in Sid from Toy Story or whatever. Why would one of the E's be backwards? Like, why would he write one E correctly and then the next E he's just like, oops? It's like the classic kid writing. Like, they write one of the E's backwards for some reason. But like, the two E's are next to each other in Freehold. Exactly. Um, he would think Truman that it sleeps. Made, like, a oh, Travoke! Somebody give somebody give Travoke some moats. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's. Oh, right up, that's right up the alley there, actually. That's Philip Glass. Um, 
probably something sort of like a Celtic lullaby. I don't have any offhand, so you know, but like, you know, John, some soothing harp music, I think, is what would probably be playing right now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, flex all you want on that. That's a great choice. I'm going to yes. listen to that at the end of this game. What? Sorry. It's not uh, totally not important. Sorry. But what was it? Uh, just which island is artificial. Oh. It's uh, in Saint-Hélène and in Notre-Dame. Yeah. Our Saint-Hélène was expanded to include wow. two other islands in Notre-Dame. Exactly what it would look like. Damn zesty. Anyway, sorry. Fine. <laughs> Continue. Well, then if nobody is going to be happy with how I am doing my art, then I will do it for myself alone. So who's going to Heart's Light? What is for? What? You're an artist! <laughs> your impetus should be to do it for yourself first, and then you share your art with others. Imp but you should not be creating it for others. It's not art. It's research. <laughs> Who's going to Heart's Light? And Zeron. Are you or not? It's fine. Oh, I'm, I'm on speed dial. <laughs> beep boop, beep 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 boop. Boo. Patches. Hello, Flick Duke Granville, who I have not spoken to in some time. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last time I saw you, you were in a headdress. <laughs> last time I saw last you, I you were wearing you, all your clothing. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, please. It's not like he had a lot of time to take off much. Yeah, no. Hot. Did I say that out loud? Leave so the sash on. <laughs> it Actually, just no. says Duke on it. <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain on it. <laughs> oh, Captain, exclamation. Sprom's going, I'll go too. Yay! I just have to take these off. I no. Actually, leave them on. Okay. On? Yeah, I feel like there was more of a question mark there. Good job, Pascal. I'll mention what that is in a moment. Oh, is it your desktop? Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know all about that. Oh, yeah. TV Draco original. Uh, but as by the time that you step down to the to the ground level of Westmount Square, uh, there is a car waiting for you. It is a. Uh, it is not like a, a limousine, but it's definitely like a luxury vehicle that is parked and waiting. Um, and you see a, a very, very happy looking um, Clericon who is sitting in the driver's seat. Uh, she's got um, just, she's all smiles. She has white gloves on and she, she gets out and she races around and she opens the door. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry, I don't believe we're acquainted. Oh, this is being sent by Fox. Well, it's, he's very kind. Frankly, it seems a little unreasonable. We could almost walk from here. Oh, my name is Madeline, and I will be happy to make sure that you make it to your destination. Madeline! You're safe, from. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> it's not. I'm sorry for the swear. 
Um, you know, Fala seems to get in good with him, and she doesn't have any. Uh, she doesn't have any explosive consonants. Oh, dear. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's because nobody's told Brom about the, like, as soon as somebody tells Brom about the this curse slash thing, like, that's all he's going to be able to think about. Oh, Ripley, I don't think that's a good idea. But isn't it the sound? Claire isn't spelled with a K. Yeah. It's true, too. It's the sound. Fuck. It's, it's short. Follow is short for... Kafala. <laughs> it's short for the sound you make, um, like shortly before your uh, first um, skydive, you know, which is the sound of the door opening, and then <laughs> out of the. Ah, Kafka. There we go. It's it's just. Uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, we get in the car. Yes, we do. Does Patches insist on riding in the front? Uh, so I mean, watch the driving. No, it should be Brom. He's the biggest. He should have shotgun. Did you say a limo? No, we no, just had a car. Not a limo. Okay. A no, nice I car. Wrote limo. I don't know why. I wrote limo. <laughs> That's why limo. It's a limo now, according to Liz's notes. I think it is. <laughs> anyway. Is there champagne in the back of the car? No. There's uh, there's some water bottles and some tissues and some mints and there's a sign saying tip me, rate me five stars. <laughs> uh, it's actually not legal to have champagne, I think, in the back of a limousine. Uh, in in Montreal, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I thought as long as there was a a divide between yeah. the drivers. Oh, that might be it. I think that's the thing. Why are you looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about? I'm not. This is just how I normally look. I know. Debonair. That's how I know what it means. Uh, does does she drive us to our destination? Yes. Cool. No, she. The doors lock, and you see a cliff. I was, I was actually. Oh, I I immediately assumed that it was um, Mazer. Mazer in disguise. Oh, this was some kind of disguise. Yeah. Well, thank you for the lift. I uh, know she drives you to Heart's Light. Great line. Thank you, Madeline. I still think that's overly kind. New health trying to impress. Foe is leaning against the door frame. Uh, the doors are already open as you approach Heart's Light. Good morning. Afternoon. Sure. <laughs> Good afternoon. Thank you for the lift. Of course, it's the least that we can do if you are being sent as dignitaries, important dignitaries of the spark, then it is the new responsibility of Heart's Light to show every opportunity to be gracious. I certainly don't, um, if I am ever to uh, attend Heart's Light on my own, I certainly do not require any of this uh, pomp or circumstance myself. Don't fuck this up for me, Brom. <laughs> I, of course, just want to make it clear that there are certain courtesies that we will extend to those who deserve it. 
for one thing, your appointment is ready. So if you don't mind, I will take you to the Duke's study. Uh, do you know the way? Roll for poker face. Yay! Yay. Sure. Uh, appearance subterfuge. Appearance subterfuge. Okay. Poker face. What? Yes, yes. Liz said uh, pump and circumstance. We should all know. Six? Six, yeah. Cool, four successes. Yeah, pump. No, that's, that's fine. It's so gross. It is. By pump, it's so gross. Uh, yes. I believe it's upstairs. I'll have Lord Zeron take you there, actually. That would make sense. After all, he is, and there's there's a little bit of, like, you know, just a bit of a dig there. He is, of course, still an officer of this freehold. Thank you, Lord Zeron. And Zeron guides you up to the study, where Granville is sitting behind his desk, uh, and he looks up as you come in. Grace, thank you for seeing us today. Your Grace. Of course. And to what do I owe the privilege of greeting? And he like goes one, two, three, four, five, four nobles. Matt? Uh, we are here no, to- No, Zeron's there. Okay, yeah. So that's four. Yeah, okay. We are here to give an update on the spark, as requested. Um, there have been a, a variety of titles assigned mm -hmm. to the inhabitants today. Yes. Would you like to hear them all? You can just say that you tell him. She tells him. Oh my god. It was you all along! <laughs> oh, God! No. Dylan! No! I can check that off. Well, that makes sense. Very well, Shadowlin. I will look to you for further correspondence when it comes to me and the spark itself. It's good to know that the champion is there, and of course the steward is always welcome as a representative. We, of course, don't officially recognize your fame. Not yet. And But there's a smile on his face. There, it's like, this is sort of like a, ah, uh, uh, kind of moment, as opposed to like a, you stole my knight, I'll fucking kill you. Now you fucking bartered him away, buddy. <laughs> You're gonna throw him in the trash. Um, no, he saved him from in the trash and dusted him off. Oh, yikes. Duke Granville, if I may bend your ear for just a moment. It is quite long. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why that's going <laughs> Very good. Um, Unsuccess. I have... Oh, my Liz. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Bend his ear quick. I'm bending his ear. Um... I had a bit of a realization, an epiphany this morning. I have spent so much of my life 
seeking to uphold and preserve what we have in this world. And in doing so, I have been forced to remove things from it. Um, I do not have regrets in that sense, but the time has come for me to try to lead the charge in creating something new. Duke Granville, I, the idea is still very much in its infancy, but I would be very much honored if you would grant me permission to attempt to create a new freehold here in the County of Cross's Shadow. It could potentially house the Golden Braid, but it needn't. I see. Well, we're going to have to see if a suitable site exists. I will be taking some time to scout the city, find places that may be wellsprings for new glamour. By your leave, my lord. Uh, if you find a suitable location, return to me. Of course, Your Grace. Thank you. Your Grace, is there anything that we can do for the city at this time? You alluded to some troubles that it was encountering. Is there any way that we can help? I want you to roll me your perception empathy. Oh. All of you, please. Here I Oh, all of us. Here I can hold the cat. Let's see if I can get one in. Wow. She's, she's in such a nice ball. What right a now. baller. Oh, what's that Twitter thing that Aragorn just It's made? Operation Freehold. Oh, oh no, it's, it's going to be amazing. It's so cute, yeah. Who made that? <laughs> Was that Aragorn? Yes. <laughs> Oh no! Insightful or desires? No. Okay, okay. Oh, oops. Goose egg. Goose egg. I'm just gonna hold on this if you don't mind. This is one success for moi. Okay. Cool. I triple botched. <gasps> like just fucking crazy over here, bro. And I think so we're gonna end the session here. Yay! Oh. Rom is so. No, 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 happy. no, no. We're gonna. Okay. 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 <laughs> He's just so happy about how he like delivered his news that he was like, ah, I can't see anything. So one success, zero successes, and a triple botch. Jesus Christ. How many no. dice did you all roll? Six. Nine. Four. <laughs> 19 dice. I don't understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Operation Freehold. Oh, my bro. Look at his little picture. Bar for Need big flag. Bar for Claude. Wi-Fi. By Transit Pass. It's a tank pew. going pew. Oh, my God. This is the greatest. By Transit Pass. All right. Oh. So, uh, McDonald Campus for John Abbott. It was a... Hey, yeah, but... Like, Namur or where the... Um, yeah, <laughs> on it used to be. And then, like, out in the, uh, like, chemical treatment plant in the east. 
I love that place. Fucking sick. Yeah. It's <laughs> cool looking. Everyone, it makes me so happy to see this man. And it doesn't have Il Santo Lim on it. Yeah. Right? So it's accurate. <laughs> I need Wi-Fi. <laughs> Get around city with no legs. Do that one. Uh, anyway, so that's those were our roles. Uh, okay, Sophia. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's unreadable to the two of you. Sure. Uh, Sophia, there's something that's disturbing him about Brom's request, but he can't openly talk about it. Um, this is difficult. Would Sophia's political knowledge and etiquette rating be decent enough for her to have a sense of, like, if there's a circumstance where he could speak about it? Uh, you get the impression that this is sort of like, this is a something that has nothing to do with Braum himself. That it's a long-standing issue that he didn't realize could come up, and now it kind of has, and he's not okay with it. Mystery. And so when she asks him, he doesn't, does he respond with anything? Sorry, can you repeat the question? Um, is there anything that we can do to help? You alluded to troubles that the city is facing. Can we do anything? It wouldn't be my place to ask. It's very much your place to ask, Your Grace. It will soon be someone else's concern. May we know why? Is your grace taking his leave of us? Yes. Yes, I will be returning to Quebec City. Was this your decision? No. We all have our parts to play. Your Grace has a. Has someone been chosen to fill the seat here at Heart's Light? Heart's Light? Heart's Light was originally going to. be my retirement home. I suppose that's no longer possible. Seems you've been pressed into duty once again. No, there has been no official selection for Heart's Light. Um, might, might someone enter appointing a count or a countess? That would require a count or countess to be willing to take on the job. Are there any contenders? Oh. 
I would like to submit my candidacy pending an appointment as countess. You okay? I'm fine. You want this job. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I would not, I would not take it from you. That is not my intention here. I want to, I want to help run this city. Thank Don. What? Thank Don. It's done. And let me be the first to congratulate you, Countess. Heart's light is yours. And he stands up and he just oh. stretches his fingers. <laughs> oh. That, you, you're joking with me. No. No, I don't think I've ever been so delighted my entire life. because it means that someone else is going to have to deal with this problem, not me. Scott, your triple botch is fulfilled, and I think we'll end the session Aww. here. Oh no, my botch fell on my friend? Oh no! <laughs> God. Oh my Scott. Oh my Scott. I mean, this is what we wanted, right, guys? Oh, guys, Scott. where are you going? Hey, it ain't gonna be easy. Never mind, I volunteer Brom. <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. I will take this match. Uh, it's okay, I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll take it and I'll just, you know. Uh. Oh, you already take it from Granville and other ways. Oh! <laughs> wow, guys. Once in a while. I must know. I'm, I'm thinking like a hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> a perfect hive of scum and villainy. Fine. <laughs> Congrats. Wink. <laughs> Not from a Jedi. Damn. Uh, yeah. It's funny Gosh. how some things happen, but uh, the reality is much more interesting. Um, but it's done. There's no takesy backsies now. Shit, no takesy backsies. But he can't just appoint Sophia as countess, can he? Yep. Apparently he can. I don't see why not. I guess. Can you? It does seem a little wild, but I... Can a Your house can choose to not recognize your title increase. 
police if they really want to. But that's right. true. Okay. But Fiona and Liam are ostensibly both Sealy houses, so they should respect each other in that fashion. Cool. Okay, gotcha. Sweet. Bonus. This is my note for future Liz. What mm. did you do, Braun? <laughs> my favorite part is there's five question marks, but a star <laughs> in the question marks. So what? So it's like, Travoka, we're just happy to see you. Yeah. Oh. Welcome. Or Travoke, not Travoka. Why am I, why am I, why am I putting my head on that cut? Where's my Yeah, Wayer gets really angry when she doesn't get her clock and starts like blowing up the Patches will deliver it when she comes by to help with the other stuff. This is a risk. Seven issue. years later. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Seven years later. <laughs> it's been 84 years. Oh, no, it's your shoe. Uh, well, it's time for us to find out what the play of the game was. Uh, and it's time to vote now. Sophia makes a decision to seek more authority with Lord Zeron beside her. Patches receives praise from Mac for envisioning a path forward for the braid. And Brom plots a new golden braid freehold to the to a great deal of support among the braid. That's vote zero, one, or two now. Um, hey, I, you know, I'm gonna start with right who I'm gonna start with. Uh, hey, Elizabeth, what, what'd you learn today? Um, well, Sophia learned that she, she immediately got what she wanted without having to fight for it, which it makes her terrified. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> <laughs> It's a trap. I mean, she's been told. Nothing official has happened. He, like, no oaths have been sworn or whatever. Like, I should point that out. Right. So, mm -hmm. it's 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 not like she's a, like, oh, I'm the countess now. I mean, unless you want to pull a, you know, Captain Phillips of all of this. What was that movie called? Was it Captain Phillips? The Tom it was Hanks film? Captain Phillips, yeah. yeah. I am the captain I am now. Captain. I am mm. the countess now. Scott? Um, I learned that. Uh, well, I think, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I learned, um, Brahma's really excited to kind of get into the process of creating something, even though that creation might be, like, part building and part architecture and part, like, conjuring glamour and, like, shit he doesn't know how to do or, like, have any experience in doing, but, like, he knows that it feels, like, sort of dumb that he's going to make something here in Montreal. Okay. Patches is like acting all organizing because she is like tired of listening to people talk about stuff. She's impatient. She's like, okay, cool. You want to do this? Do it. You want to do that? Do that. No, that's going to be trouble. Do this instead. Like she just, she wants shit to happen. So. That's fair. Make it. Make it so. Make it so. Well, let's make this so. <gasps> oh, Scott, so, it's yeah. you. You're the Rocket Man. Yeah. I'm the Rocket Man. Hooray! Jeez, I didn't realize Liz would be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Runs away. What? Constantly. What? I have to know. Is that third? Oh. I feel like at least two or three weeks ago we had a tie. A, a you and I had a tie. Then I think you, I don't know, there was a three-way tie no, maybe the week after. There was no play of the game. 
last week. Last game. Last right. week, that's true. I gave it to Aragwen in the recap, it's just true. FYI. Yeah. Although I think, actually, I think you did on the stream, John, too, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It was, it was a fish. Oh, fish. Uh, Trevoke, oh. yes. Uh, I will quote The Rock unabashedly. Hmm. All the time. John quotes all the time. Winners Great. go home. Fuck the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. You're oh, bashed. Losers always whine about that bashed. No. <laughs> Winners go home. Fuck the prom queen. Carla was the prom queen. Really? Yeah. He stands there. You can say erect. No. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, no bingo. No. Bingo was all about comedy. Apparently it was all, yeah, all murder stuff. We're all like, let's not. We'll, I think, I think Aragorn and I are just going to have to have a look and see what we can do to, to, to make that bingo happen. Ah, uh, yes. Go nice. steward everyone into my... Oh, well, Kung oh, Fu got today's quote at nice. random. Mwah. There's only a one in 1,349 chance of that. Yeah. I think we're 1,350. <laughs> Even. Oh, yeah, because zero was one. Oh, that's true too, actually. Yeah, what? Is, no, I'll I'll check it after the stream. I'm curious what quote zero is, but you know, it could be anything. Let's just find out. Oh my yeah, God, it's happening! It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, well, I'll take it. Number one. You did something, something. So did you, Granville? Especially in the bathroom. Oh. PC death. Boom. Yeah, holy crap. Thanks so for session. Thanks for session. PC death? What? That's on the card? Oh. God. Yikes. Uh, Yikes, indeed. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's some things that are coming up. These things tend to happen when it comes to the four of us. Uh, Thanks for playing the game. Do we have anything coming up tomorrow, Scott? Yeah, yeah. Guys, uh, 3 p.m. tomorrow and possibly running a little longer than usual, oh. possibly. Um, Paul Prospero's continuing on with uh, the Pains Creek Killings mystery because it, on set, oh my God, yesterday. I, I won't be long, I promise, but it got spooky, got real spooky, and there's now a secret babby. Like, I'm so here for the story right now. Secret I know, babby. I got it all happened at once, and I was oh, like, shit. Ah. Uh, I hear that on Wednesdays, something cool happens. Yeah, there's some more Nancy Drew mystery, or Nancy's mysterious letter. Ooh. That's at 4 p.m. And and so far, I gotta say, like, this ain't no lilac in. <laughs> like, <laughs> when the cliffhanger is and then the kid knocked Nancy over and the letters went flying. Oh, <laughs> like, that's oh. it. As opposed to, and then Nancy was stuffed into a submarine. You're oh like, my god! Yeah, this, like the like, stakes are so different. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really, um, but it's a lot. Of no, fun. my clues! As opposed to, <laughs> yeah, ah, my life! Yeah. yeah. I feel like the writers. Yeah, know, Lilac got... Inn was very, like, death impending. Yeah, the Lilac Inn was fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing can beat Katage. It's true. Uh, and then Fridays, I imagine that there's some cool stuff that happens. More Horizon Zero Dawn at six. Wouldn't it be one dawn? No. Oh, okay. Uh, That's okay. fair. Uh, 
That's fair. Saturday? Me! <laughs> it's me again! It's We're gonna me. keep it's solving this mystery till it's solved! <laughs> Let's go! Nice. Uh, there might be a stream for me at some point during the week in RPG Clinic. We'll see. Um, it's gonna depend on kind of what the availabilities are. I've just been bogged down with a lot of work recently, so... Uh, we'll see what we can do about that. I think kind of the same on your end. <laughs> so, you know, constant vague promises. But the best place to make up for vague promises is a definite place to find out when they're going to happen. And that's actually our Discord. The Discord is a place where you can go and uh, see what's going to happen for all four of our streams. There's conversations about the role-playing games that we play, the role-playing games that we have played. Uh, it's It's honestly a good place to be. And... As I said at the beginning of the show, if you need to talk about stuff that's really kind of getting you down about the world situation right now, uh, we do have a channel for that very specifically. It is called Serious Talk. Uh, I will remind people, though, uh, specifically that um, we do reserve the right to uh, take any overtly political statements um, out uh, if we need to. It's not because we don't want you to have beliefs. It's because we're just not necessarily the place for it. Uh, I do also point out that we have our Twitters, which is it's right below us. Uh, you'll be able to track each of us individually there as well. We have perhaps perhaps not an eternal, but maybe an eternal minus one day debt to She Who Knows 10,000 Things. Everyone is here for us. And the crosshair, I know that you are you are chasing. I mean, normally it's, it's, it's greyhounds chasing a rabbit, but perhaps it's a hare chasing greyhounds now. But you're almost there. You'll get there. Just remember that you slip by a little every week and we look forward to your return. Tell um, you which ones you can skip, Crosshair. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Anytime Scott talks. Yeah, well, hey! It just <laughs> set up like a filter. It just like Is that me play of the game Scott Humphrey that you're talking about right yeah, now? Yeah, maybe I'm a little me. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not bad at all. <laughs> Is it uh, reigning champion? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a time to be pissed, and we can be pissed. It's a time to act, and we can act. Uh, just make sure to take care of each other at the same time. Stay safe. Pack water. Mm -hmm. Water is your best friend, and I will also remind you to pack friends. Uh, friends are what you're going to need to keep going. Thankfully, I don't have just these three. Uh, I will risk being cheesy by saying that I have all of you. Uh, this stream isn't possible, though, without players, so hey, thanks. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you. It's thank impossible you, without folks. you, too, I would say. Says me. Um, we are going to get through this. We will. But the way that we're going to do that... See you next time. Bye. Bye.